Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joker Dolphin Gamer Pod. I'm Mark, and as always, enjoyed by Matthew. Hello. And Nathan. I don't even know if I want to say hi. Hi. Fine. Don't then. Okay, I'm going to do it. That's I'm gonna absolutely do it. fine. Someone's in a feisty mood. <laughs> it's, it's, it's warm. Hot. Exactly. That's it. It's, it's, it's not hot today. Come on. I'll give you if it was yesterday, right? It was like 28 degrees. I was, it was practically... My shirt was melting Pract- off me. Practically lava. Pretty much. As yeah. we all know, English sun means double to the rest of the world's sun. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it works. Yep. So 18 degrees is really 36. And so but, but speaking of hotness, it's the summer game fest. Woo! Extravaganza thing. Yep. Whatever it was called. Happy yep. summer game the, fest. Uh, not E3. <laughs> what even was it? I, I don't know what the official term for this is. Not the E3. Jeff, the Jeff Keighley the, the other thing. The summer game Jeff fest Keighley and Friends. or something? I don't know. Yeah, it felt like it lasted a month to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So uh, basically, over the past, uh, what was it, week and a half, something like that, there's been a ton of gaming events. uh, And because there was so much to talk about, we've decided we're going to do a special two parter. Wow. Okay. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Summer Game Fest and the Xbox Bethesda Game Showcase. And then the next one, the second part, that will come out a couple of days afterwards. Uh, but as I say, we're going to concentrate on this. So shall we just get straight into it? Because there's so much to talk about. Get cracking. There is okay. a lot. So we've kicked off with, obviously, with um, Jeff Keighley. Back out of his box, because he loves this sort of thing. So his big showcase event, the Summer Game Fest. Where do we begin with this one then, lads? Well, so, at the beginning, Street Fighter Six. Hmm. Character reveal. Yep. Short and sweet, this one, really. But one we already knew about. Yeah. Due to we the... did, yeah. yeah. Yes. As uh, as we spoke on the last pod, there was some unfortunate leaks that came out. I mean, when was... I can't remember the last time I even played Street Fighter. I don't even remember the 3, 4, and 5. <laughs> I just remember 2 in the arcades, that's about it. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Street Fighter Championship and all the Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo or whatever it was called. Yeah. The million iterations. We've not even said who the character was. It was Guile. Yes. The yep. poppy haired blonde guy. With a goatee now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting <laughs> reason. <that. laughs> uh, so these, this game seems to be a lot flashier than I saw, I remember. I mean, isn't, did that happen in the last game? I don't know. I don't, I never um, I, I, they've been slowly getting a little flashier as um, so seven iterations wild. Come back. Probably, probably. Still got to get six out first. So, so then we moved mm-hmm. on to uh, Aliens: Dark Descent. Yes. So we had a fairly. This added like a fairly decent CGI trailer, which had Marines mm. being hunted by the Xenomorphs. But then did you notice the final moments of the trailer, where it actually showed you gameplay? Yeah. Yeah. So some similar gameplay. That seemed like an isometric shooter. What's your thoughts on that? Because I went went too keen on that. I mean, you can't get any worse than Colonial Marines, so... Mm, true. <laughs> you can't. That so, was horrible. Uh, I can't recall the last Aliens game. Wasn't it the uh, Fighting, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Fighting Elite. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was that one. So that was the... Uh, was that like a third-person? I can't yeah, recall. That was a third-person Marine shooter. 
thing. Yeah. So basically, same kind of thing. Except this one's in an isometric format. So, yeah. I'm intrigued to know. Is it is it like a um, is it like is it a bit more Smash TV or is it a bit more kind of XCOM? I, I couldn't work out if it was meant to be more kind of strategy or is it kind of like a, a twin stick shooter sort of thing. I don't think it's strategy. No. No. Okay. Well, I would, I would hope it's not strategy anyway. <laughs> Don't know if that it could work at all. If, if it did a bit like XCOM, but sacrifice one of the Marines to be to be turned into an exactly. alien or something. Intriguing. Uh, I'd like to see more. Um, I suppose we'll see what what happens with it in the future. <laughs> Should have been Alien Isolation too. Yeah. Yeah. Another game that I won't play. Oh, they could have really shoved VR into that. That'd have been absolutely horrible. Oh. <laughs> Everything needs a VR reboot. Still time, you never know. Yep. But then we stick to the um, horrible things in space, I guess, mm-hmm. with the the Callisto Protocol. Now, did you show this some of this uh, the um, state of play in there? Yeah, yeah, they did. Like initially, when I saw this, of course, the makers of I, I don't know why I want to say Left 4 Dead there. Wrong. Dead Space, um, a part of this. And yes, the original creators. Yeah. yeah. And it was much the same. And when I first saw it at the state of play, I didn't really think much to it. But I don't know why, but when we saw Glenn Schofield's interview and just how down to earth he was and so thankful to like be there and just show his game, it just really made me want to buy it just because I bought into him as a person. And also oh. the death scenes look absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how the marketing starts, you know. Yeah, pro humble guy in front of you, and then you, and then you that's a putty in people's yeah. hands. Then, yeah, let's talk about those death animations because there's one at the end of because didn't they do the Glenn Schofield cut? Yeah, it was, the was Schofield yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. And that ended with basically one of the monsters just chomping the guy's head off. Mmm, oh, lovely, Tasty. and then. And then at the end of the gameplay bit, oh, this was oh. horrible. <laughs> yeah, so he, felt... he, he got his arm stuck in like the yeah. turbine so thing. He stumbled, turbine, wasn't it? Yeah. got his arm trapped and just got pulled into a rotating mincemeat machine. It just reminds me of like the, like, I really think like Resident Evil 4 was like the originator of like the gruesome death scenes. And then, like, every game that's kind of been inspired by it since I've just kind of ramped it up. Like, the original Dead Space had some pre-gruesome death scenes. So, Tomb yeah, Raider as well. Yeah. So I'll just support what that actually happened in the gameplay. So I was walking around an atmospheric base on the moon of Jupiter. Hmm. It's getting jumped by monsters. But then um, it showed some of the combat, didn't it? So I had, like, shooting melee and it was, like, stomping on the reds. Kind of yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Very Dead Space as well. So. And he mentioned... Uh, uh, weapon, didn't it? The grip. They called it. That was the mm. anti-gravity thing, weren't it? Yeah, so you pick up enemies and then throw them, and I think they threw them into a fan, didn't they? Yeah. Before our boy Jacob got <laughs> got put into wrecked. Got got poetic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my, my thoughts of it. I just enjoyed how brutal the death scenes were. I'm, I'm there for did. that. Of course you did. That's what you're here for. <laughs> here for the death I think scenes. His favorite yeah. films like Saw. <laughs> yeah, go on, Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it. Kill them. <laughs> Want to play a game in space? Yeah. Uh, what did we move on to then? It was a. Call of Duty. On to the big one. Yeah. 
Mm, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yep. This is our first look at uh, our gameplay of a campaign mission. That, I imagine, original Modern Warfare and original Modern Warfare 2 players would be quite familiar with. I don't know, because all Call of Duty campaigns can be <laughs> sort of blown into one. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I it remember just seems the, very um, copy and paste, like doing, get, having to carry our mission on this oil rig to stop a missile launch. It's just very it's the, Call of Duty. It's one of the very first missions in um, Call of Duty 4, where you go onto the tanking and portrayal. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, it's very reminiscent that. of that, where you've got the oil rig, you're sneaking on, shooting some guys around the corner. I do like the... Um, the sounds, the sounds of the guns, they sound really good. Very good. It's always got top-notch uh, gunfire in Call of Duty games. Um, went through there, found that a bomb had gone missing. We took on the tanker, got into a boat, drove onto the tanker. Um, I did I did like the mix-up here where like the containers and stuff are all kind of moving with the waves. I thought that was quite, that was quite cool. Not really yeah. seen that before in like a first-person shooter. I think the, um, the tops were also moving as well. So at some point you could be in cover and then as the wind blew, you'd be out of cover so you could get shot. Yeah, so. I think at one point you could shoot the tops off as well, which I thought was quite quite interesting, the interaction with the scenery and stuff. Um, but uh, I think ultimately it's, it's a very Call of Duty trailer. It's, you know, gun shoots, big set pieces, uh, and then ends by continuing the uh, trailer that we saw state play no sorry the modern warfare reveal I forgot about that mm. so not much, not much more really to talk about on that one they seem to make, well they seem to make a big thing about the water didn't they but i didn't yeah. but you know um, if you go back and watch the trailer and you see like the water running off the top of things mm. i don't think it looks that good i don't know if it's just me oh. it, looks a bit, it looks a bit weird Maybe you just don't know what a real war looks like, Mark. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look like a real war. It's 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 looked like it's running at a different frame rate to the rest of the game. That's the only way I can describe it. Mm. Well, to watch it again, I didn't quite notice that. But maybe I just spent so long just observing it. <laughs> you just you just look at it as as much as detail. I want another water effects. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it did right. make a big deal of the like the tanker moves realistically to the yeah. war simulation, yeah. which. I will take that word for it. So I think the main takeaway there for Mark is the water's not as fluid as he would have liked. No. Correct. Correct. I did like the bit where um, they shot one of the portals and water came and hit that guy. Yeah. That was quite funny. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, he pre-ordered that. You get access to an open beta, which is standard Call of Duty for her. Pretty much. That's it. I think the only other thing that they mentioned is that uh, Warzone and Modern Warfare 2, Warfare 2 are going to be on the same engine. So. Ah, yes. Yes, uh, yes we're Warzone 2. Yeah. After that, we got ourselves a look at a sequel to a very classic game that we've not seen for quite some time. Uh, it was Flashback 2. Don't know if anyone's anyone played the original. Um, no. Yeah, I've, I'll be honest, I've not played the original and I wasn't overly bothered about this. My my memories of the original was being stuck on the first level and kept on getting killed by a snake. So unless Good that's times. another game, but I could be wrong. Um, looked okay. Do you think you're gonna buy it, Matt? Vanquish the demons of the past. 
Uh, eventually, perhaps. It's, uh, I believe it got a release day of winter 22, so yeah. not too shabby. To that, we got Witchfire, I believe it was called. Um, yeah. This just reminded me of Vermintide, which I've already got, so I didn't have much thoughts about this one. Yeah, I think for this one, for me, it's like fantasy shooter, magic powers, guns. That's about it, really. Mm. I'm, I'm pretty central on it, just to really pull up any trees. No, can't remember if that was a release date. Um, early access soon, that's all I think it gave on that one. And then the next game really kind of set in stone the... I suppose favoritism for space and horror games <laughs> that seem to be going on in uh, in the summer game fest. Is this well, horror? I don't know. Well, I I saw this as more of an exploration game than a horror game. I think it's got horror aspects. I mean, there's there's the I it's I'd, definitely felt like a horror mystery. I'd call it more thriller. But I see what you mean. Thriller is a type they, of horror because there was. It was this this entire thing was very heavily based in sci-fi, wasn't it? Yeah, very much, very much. Um, so uh, Fort Solace um, was just called, mm. uh, developed by Fallen Leaf. Um, Instantly recognised the voice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, as soon as I had the first pass, <laughs> I was like, "Yep, that's uh, that's that guy that plays and everything, pretty much." Yep. Um, NFT lover. Well, he backed, her, he yeah. backed off on mm. that one, so you mm. can't. Mm. He still loves it. He, he apolog- just didn't he want to tarnish his reputation. Right? He yeah. for it. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, it's Troy Baker. Um, yeah. Don't you know happy- who we're talking about. Well, probably. Uh, I was happy to hear that um, Roger Clark's here, though, as well. The yeah, it's great to have you back. Mr. Arthur from uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. All right, boy. Um, could be intriguing. Um, we, I, I I don't know if we we saw a small glimpse of gameplay, or that could have been hidden inside cutscenes. Um, so if I'm, if I'm correct, it's set on a base on Mars, isn't it? Yeah. Which is called Fort Solace. Yes, yes. Very doomed. But it seems like something's happened to the base, like it's either shut down or or something's happened. You've got to try and traverse the base to try and find out what's happened. Troy described it as a game where you explore, discover, and that it's also fast-paced with multiple locations. And he was excited to say there was different ways to traverse. I feel like it wasn't made clear who you'd be actually playing as, though, whether it was as Troy's character or Rogers. Because I think at one point it mentioned that like he would be at times in conflict with Rogers' yes. character. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't specify if it's like do you play as one of them or do you play as someone else or both or both yeah could be both um intriguing to see more uh i don't think this was given a release date as such no we didn't get anything not on. that i saw it so um wait and see basically on that one um could be good. i do like the look of that one though. yeah i'll be looking out for that one as well that's quite interesting i love games set in space well, you well, you'll love this next. But I didn't love this next one. That's the thing. How could you not love this one? I'm saying space. It's scary robots, though. Yeah. Sure this one's is. called Routine. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what we saw. This. So, this is walking down an elevator. Uh, 
escalator or something. Yeah, and then we just got something grabbed like that, by yeah. this robot. He peeks through a gap, a robot, and they, oh, there's a robot Jumps, behind yeah. you. Yeah, I got, I got very um, Alien Isolation Isolation meets Five Nights at Freddy's feel from this, just because of like the robot was very animatronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and they like jump scares as well. Um, funny enough, apparently this was actually announced over a decade ago, which yeah, I thought was I interesting. I was like, I can't, I can't remember it for the life of me. Well, I can't remember a decade ago. So. Well, I, well, that's yeah. probably why. I was oh. just a youngin. I'll say we're all in our twenties then. I have to be young. What about its ticket so long though? Not sure. Not sure. Could be maybe other things. Could be funding. Yeah. yeah I mean, when when they when the game takes over ten years, you've got to think they'd had to redevelop it over maybe two or yeah, three consoles. Different, different engines as well. Yeah, potentially. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not going to be another Duke Nukem forever. That's a good while to get going. But. Uh, let's not let's not mention that again. Uh, another one that didn't have a release date for what I saw. No, all, all we saw from that is it's coming out on Xbox yeah. and PC. So, so yeah, that's interesting. It wasn't coming out on PlayStation, was it? I don't think this one. No. Anyway, and then we got to see The Rock. What was this about? <sighs> what was going on here? I I don't. I, I would I would have been fine if this was like okay we're getting the world premiere of the Black Adam trailer but it's like we'd already it'd already been out before so it's like well, I I wouldn't even accept that because he's got nothing to do no. with the game. Well, I mean he did make a mention that he is the foundation in. That's Fortnite. no, no, yeah. that's that meant nothing. <laughs> that's been and gone. Hey, look, it, it matters to those that play Fortnite, all right? Yeah, you hear? It, look at me being great. I was the foundation. Yeah, uh, look at my muscles. Here's my energy drink. Yeah, here's my energy drink. Go buy I'm it. I'm sure. Oh, I've got a new watch, film. Watch the film. Check that out. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Was, Honestly, uh, when when I, when I saw it, I just thought it just seemed really awkward just to show horn him in there, and he just seemed like he just finished a session, finished his session at gym, and he just said, "Right, I'll just record this for two minutes." I was actually, it, as much it as felt I a lot longer than two I, minutes. I was wondering if he was going to make any sort of mention news about. This, the supposed Call of Duty film that he's developing. Mm. Like, I would have loved to have heard anything from that, but nope. Just high rock, buy rock. Just wasted five minutes of what a my life. That was. <laughs> um, what was next? Talking about wasting time. Um, <laughs> uh, big, big well, probably. probably a bit harsh, but right. I mean. I've got to agree though, Matt. On this one, I put a meh next week because I just not did not give a crap whatsoever about this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it was Outriders World Slayer. It was a trailer for the new expansion. If you play the game, cool. Uh, I've only heard terrible things since the game has come out, so I can't mention too much about it other than it's out on the 30th of June. So. How about it? Yeah. yeah. Yay, news. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of things I weren't interested in. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, we then went into a Nintendo montage of things. What did we see? I can't remember. Once on a Rise, um, the Sunbreak uh, DLC. Uh, what is, was there Kirby? I can't remember. 
I don't know. I don't think I don't it was remember Kirby. Kirby. I don't remember Kirby. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. That's it. I've, I've gone blank. I'm sure there was some other stuff. Right, let's just say Nintendo montage and crack yeah. on. Yeah. 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 I thought you. I thought you were the Nintendo guys. I thought you should have had this. I know, but it went so quick, and it was just like. I, I mean, I can't I've heard the they're having a direct layer at the end of the month, so I'm more interested. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but then we got another, we got a um, Fall Guys. Free yeah. Free for all. Yep. They're, uh, all I platforms. mean, they've already announced this prior, but we got, you know, a fun little trailer to, to show off that it's going free to play. God, a scary trailer. Uh, a bit weird. I mean... If you see like that, I suppose. Um, where did you get the scary from? Yeah. Just the transforming into the beans. Transforming into the beans. a bit weird. <laughs> You're just going to be there, Mark. Wait, well, right. the middle of the no, nightmares. <laughs> like, it's going to yeah. start turning to a bean. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, if I play it, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to turn into a bean. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have happened already, Mark. I think you'd say, yeah. don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, that game, honestly though, like Fall Guys, it's on its arse. Let's face it. This is the last chance for it. Is it? What? It's still nah. popular. It had, it, had, it had the initial hype. Numbers yeah. started to dwindle, and now this is the last chance to do something with it before it eventually dies. Hot take. That's, that's I think, my I take. I think you're pretty harsh, sir. I mean, it's fun. I enjoy it myself, but I just no. don't see where else it can go. Anyway, uh, well, I've not played that in so long, so I don't know. Well, it's going free to play, so you know, and it's going to have cross play, so that's good. That'll fill the uh, fill the lobbies up properly. So, and that is on the twenty first of June. So, pretty much as this pretty much. So, yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the eighteenth at all. We'll say today in the future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, when you hear this, just probably out. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, next game. New one, new IP, uh, Stonegate. We got a bit of a cinematic trailer didn't didn't explain too much. Uh, I thought this looked naff, but um, I don't know if you if it interests either of you. I mean, I liked the Aurora at the beginning. That was pretty beautiful, but... I, I didn't mind the world... Building as such, I, I, I like this idea of like they had the drones sort of rebuilding what had been there. Maybe that you know if it works into the game could be cool. Um, it is a real-time strategy game though, so like the, the cinematic just didn't tell me much about what we're actually doing over them. We're we're escaping these monster things. So unfortunately, until I see gameplay, I'm I'm it's down as a meh for me. <laughs> Yeah, well, after the trail that we saw, Tim Morton came out and just explained that these are the first two factions for this RTS game, the Human Resistance and the Infernal Hosts. But i got to be honest, I, I don't really like RTS games personally. It's not top of my list of genres. And then apart from that, it's going to be free to play in co-op. Uh, I believe there's a bare access in 2023 for it, from what I saw. Uh, after that, uh, we got High Water. Um, what do you think of this one? I was I was intrigued with this one at least. I really like the soundtrack to it. I thought it was nice. Hmm. It's got it's got a pretty 
uh, attractive graphic style. I think. Yeah. Um, I like the message of this game as well, because the premise to it is that pretty much everybody's left Earth um, due to the Earth being ravaged by climate change. Mm. And you've got to explore this, like, this Earth where the sea levels have risen. Yeah. Yes, right around a Yudinga. Yeah. Mm. And then the humans that have left Earth to go to Mars have come back, and you've got to kind of, like, hide from them because they're trying to find you. Yeah, I was going to say there's some sort of enemy corporation, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Just like all the richest people while all this climate change was going on left Earth and then now however long has gone past and they've come back, so. Yeah, I have heard it's uh, it's like a crafting survival game as well. Makes sense. You look at it. So, that's good. Uh, look, let's see more of it. Um, I think it's, it's out sometime this year. There wasn't a definite date other than 22, so. See more of that one. Um, after that, I think um, actually probably probably one of my highlights of the Summer Game Fest. I think of yeah. all the trailers that we got shown. Yeah. Um, American, yeah, American Arcadia. Very very Truman Show vibes. That, yeah, that's instantly. Like, yeah, immediately, it was like, it. yeah, it's it's uh, Truman Show, isn't it? Um, so what's I can let me describe the premise. So everybody, people live in this city. Yeah, Arcadia. Yeah, which is it's got like a sixties. Yeah, it's got a very sixties aesthetic to it. And everyone's been watched. Yeah, so everyone's been videoed. It's been streamed. Well, they're not aware of that. No. And two people on the outside world rate them, like give them likes and dislikes. Yeah, if the like or dislike, what are you doing? And apparently, if you get enough dislikes, you start getting. Hunted, was it? Or yeah, something like that. Something like that, or chased by the authorities, yeah. or something like that. Um, but you play as—I'm assuming you play as someone who probably ends up getting disliked for certain actions you do anyway. Yeah, well, there just um, seems to be a lot of chase scenes there. So you play as Trevor yeah, Hills. That was it. And it seems like you're either getting chased or you got to try and escape with the help of this other person. Yeah. Who's feeding you information? I got a bit of like Wonder Vision vibes from it as well. Actually, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. that. Um, but no, looks good. Uh, I'd like to see more of it. Uh, I believe that's. It just said it was coming soon. I think that was like the most shown game that the entire all these events that happened. Because I yeah. think I saw that in three events. I think. Yeah, I saw it in the Tribeca showcase. Oh, did you? Yeah. Ah. So yeah. yeah. Somebody likes that. <laughs> we like it. So. Yeah. Next was Goat Simulator 3. But I'm going to say now, right, this is my favourite trailer of <laughs> Summer Games Fest. Yeah. If you know riff- why, it was riffing off of something was, else, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was such a parody. Oh, I loved it. Because when it first started, I was like, wait, really? They're doing that again? And then once like you start seeing some of the things start changing, you're like, Okay, okay. I can I can appreciate what you're doing here. Um, so, like, if you watch the trailer, it's literally just a, a pretty much a one-for-one copy of the Dead Island 2. No, not 2. Yeah, 2, sorry. That's right. Dead Island 2 trailer, um, where instead of zombies running amok, you've got goats, pretty much. So Yeah. Um, funnily enough. is even worse. Well, yeah, yeah. 
Funnily enough, um, there isn't a Goat Simulator 2. Correct, there isn't. They've skipped two and they've just gone for free for some. They've just done it for the lols. <laughs> Which makes it even more funny. So, um, no, I absolutely love this track. I thought it was hilarious. And that comes out in the fall this year. Yes. Or autumn, is. as we would like to call it here. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this next one, Matt? Marvel Midnight Suns. I. I like the premise. I need to see gameplay. I feel like I've not seen any gameplay from this game, and it's kind of worrying me. Hmm. Like I've seen plenty of cinematic trailers now. I, I like some of the lineup. I like that you, you've got Spider-Man here, in here, which um, apparently surprised a lot of people because it's coming to Xbox. Spider-Man on an Xbox. Um, <laughs> uh, we had Venom, which looked pretty cool, and he's redesigned from um, the antagonist that we've gone. Lilith, I think. I could be Yes, Lilith, yeah. No, it was Lilith, okay. Um, it looks like she's got Hulk on her side. Um, Scarlet Witch, I think, even though Scarlet Witch has also been advertised to be playable as well, I think. Um, the other Hulking guy, I wasn't sure he was. I, he looked like Thanos, and I was like, that didn't, that didn't seem right. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't investigate enough. No, I... I didn't really care much. Um, but, but this game's not really doing it for me, I have to say. I think just the idea of it. Well, with it being very kind of Marvel meets XCOM. Yeah, maybe. Is it very few games like that that I like? Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's one of those where I, I, I think I really need to see. And maybe they have shown gameplay, and maybe I've just missed it at some point. Um, but I don't remember seeing it. Yeah, um, I don't know. The, these kind of games can sometimes even do really well, like XCOM, like um, Mario and Rabbids. They did pretty well doing that kind of style, or it kind of falls a bit flat. And I do see, I kind of do see it from your point. It's just, I just need to see gameplay. Just show me that, and I'll never mind it. But then right. we moved on to Cuphead, the delicious last course, which, yeah. which. Because I'm an idiot, I didn't realise it was Delicious Lack Horse, DLC. I didn't, I didn't trigger that you, one. No, I know, really? I know, I'm a complete idiot. I only, trigger, I only noticed that. <laughs> well, Even though I'd heard about it before. I'm really happy you've just said that because I never made that connection there whatsoever. You go. See, so. there you go. Oh. It not just me. Thank you. I'm the only smart person. Yes, clearly. You're wasted, Matt. <laughs> wasted. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to make my own podcast. Now, have either you played Cuphead? I've not played it, but funnily enough, I've watched a couple of episodes of it after you talked about it on uh, one of the podcasts, and I really enjoyed it. It's just, it? it's, it's just so fun, yeah. And they're quite short; they're only about ten minutes long, so yeah. yeah. I need to get around to them. Yeah, I love the baby one. That was fantastic. <laughs> yes, they were. Well, they've just announced where second season's going to come out. They showed some gameplay of uh, Miss Chalice. Mm. This is a new character. New character, yeah. yeah. And the levels were a bit more vertical, by the looks of it, compared to the original game. Uh, there is there is some in the original game, that, from what I've seen. I'm sure there is. But <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good enough to get that far. <laughs> but, no, I, I would I would like to give Cuphead a go at some point, because there's look. Well, I say it looks fun, and then as hey, you struggling through it, then I'm like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, you're good at games. I'm not. I, well, yeah, that's I mean, that's, I'll take that compliment. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> you might get somewhere. 
I was playing on easy mode. I can, man, I can get past that. You should play a call with person. your brother. You should do a call with your brother. Oh, no. You'll probably get angry at each other. <laughs> what I meant by the verticality is that she, she had like, some weird vertical special move thing. You see it where she had like this blue light oh, beam thing. Oh, yeah. It was like a twister sort of thing. This is going to be so difficult. Again, I'm probably not going to play it if I can't even get very far in the main game. Well, <laughs> you don't even get it, DLC. Well, Cuphead's good. He's good. He's really fun. And he just looks gorgeous. Mm. And that comes out June 30th, so not long at all. Pretty soon. But we'll always have the Cuphead show. Yeah, yep. something that we can't do. For those that can't <laughs> yeah. play the game. So. <laughs> uh, well, what was next? Talking about something that's coming out pretty soon. Uh, next thing was Neon White, the anime first-person shooter that wants you to go pretty quick, it seems. Um, yeah, we saw this on a, um, a Nintendo Direct, didn't we? Yes, yeah, so th- this is out for... Uh, Switch and PC, I think. And it's out now? Yes, once this podcast comes out, it's uh, it's out then. Um, I still actually quite like the look at this. Um, I think, I don't think I'll get it on launch, but I think it's at some point, if it sort of come down a bit, comes down in price a bit, I should say. Well, it's, uh, got, it's got an interesting premise, hasn't it, where you got to collect these cards um, yeah. to get your like, weapons and boosts, and then you can use them to battle the demons that are in heaven. Yeah, it's like um, God, uh, God who apparently is a cigar-smoking cat in this one, um, like, picks out... Who says he's not? Uh, <laughs> picks out... Um, it seems like random people who are, like, destined for hell to, like, do jobs for him to sort of make their way up to heaven. So, um, the premise is interesting. Um, I liked what I saw. There's, like, a card system... Um, where you pick up cards, you get like different weapons and also abilities with those cards as well. So you can mix and match. It looks, it looks like, it looks like a game that's perfect for speed running. Yeah, um, definitely. It did seem a very a big Fast emphasis paced. on game past pretty quickly. So I like to see more. Of it. I actually, I wouldn't, I won't put it past them to monetize the cards and do them as no, like no, stop it, stop it. Amiibo style thing to get power ups. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the one already come up with the idea. Yeah, just me. ruined it now. Um, right. So after that, we got Midnight Fight Express. This was a real highlight for me. I loved it, it, the look did, of this. It did look good. It's um, it reminded me a little bit of Hotline Miami, mm. but just in a different style. Um, what what I found most impressive was that it's actually been made by like one guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like. One Polish dude. That's that's pretty cool. Yep, represent for Nathan. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I will uh, to go off on a slight tangent. I will give credit to Jeff Keighley. He does every so often highlight um, just indie games that you probably won't ever or you won't have ever seen before. I, I will give him credit to that kind of stuff. Um, he seems pretty good at doing that. But no, I, I quite liked it. Um, it looks as though you can create your own character or you you maybe play as one character per level from what I was getting. They seem very customizable on, on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um but no, look good. Look really involved, good. Uh, well, involved guns, fast boats, heavy weaponry, and yeah. martial arts. Oh, it's perfect from that. Like 
Yeah, I mean, day one purchase. Yep. yep. It just looked like a beat em up for the modern day. Just fantastic. Yep. Uh, I believe the release that we got on that was 23rd of August. Mm. Yep. And there's also a demo out now, so you can give it a try. Yes, yes, there is. Thank God for demos. Uh, right. Next thing Warframe expansion. The Next theory thing. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I have played Warframe. I, I do like it, but I did play it prior to it going um, open world. So I've I've not really kind of I w- I'd like to get back into it at some point, but it's it's one of those games that feels a bit daunting when you look at. It. There's like there's been a lot that's been added to it now that I'm just like don't know if War, I can touch Warframe this game again. Free to play. Yes, yes, it is. It's free to play on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, potentially Switch. I can't remember, but it could be. I think I downloaded it, played it for like five minutes, and then just deleted it. Yeah, it's um, it's Space Ninjas basically. So. Space Ninjas sounds cool. That does yep. sound cool, but I don't remember that. It, <laughs> Otherwise, it, I might have played it, a bit it longer. It's pretty much like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. Maybe we can give it a go. We'll see if uh, see if my oh, account's still game, there. Another game to the list that we're never going to yep. play. Okay. Uh, right, I'm sure the next two games Mark has zero interest in, and perhaps Nathan as well. So I'll just give him a quick mention. Um, so it's from the makers of. It's got a cool name though. It is it does have a pretty cool name actually? Um, so the makers of Genshin Impact. Um, their first new game is called Honkai Star Rail. Mm. Um, basically looks like Genshin but in space. Um, look, look pretty cool. From from what I've heard, I've I've read a little bit outside of the game fest. Um, it is a turn-based open-world RPG, so I'm sure that's immediately put both you off on that one. Uh, <laughs> um, it gave me a bit of Gundam Wing vibes, to be fair. Um, but that is that one. I don't think there's released it on that other than. Think that Perhaps one just coming soon, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, the next game, which has even less information on, is Zenless Zone Zero. Um, I actually kind of like to look at the logo that they got for this. Uh, something similar to Hong Honkai, but it had a more more of a third-person hack and slash feel to it. So a bit more akin to Genshin, um, which, is, which is a bit similar, but. It had a it had a, a a walking dog guy with mech legs with boosters on them, so that's probably the best thing about that. Um, that's all I remember from that trailer. <laughs> yeah, what I have for that is looks like a standard anime girl fighting mechs. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Um. Probably some a bit more down a street. Uh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shredder's hey, Revenge. Yeah. Um, I this like the looks look of this. Great. This, looks this is really this is cool. one that we should play co-op. Yeah. Um, very reminiscent of the old old games, uh, the old side scroll beam ups. Uh, they showcased that there was new character in there, Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, don't really know much about him other than I remember Stephen Amell played him in the live action film. Uh, <laughs> As about as much of my knowledge on Casey Jones, and probably a little bit more exciting. Film as well. Back in the well, day. the original. Mm, yeah. Uh, I was in that. 
He beats um, Raphael up. Oh, no. I know. How rude. Um, probably uh, slightly bigger news than the new character. It's going to have six players. Yeah, that's surprising. Insane. That it, looked, it it looked look incredible. mental when they shut it off. Like, that screen looks like you don't know what's going on. And it's nice to see um, April O'Neil like, get some looks in as well. Yes, she's, people yeah, she's playable. I'm, I'm very Swacking people at the microphone. That, so. You see that move where she swing, yep. swing it camera around? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like uh, her dashes, like she pokes um, enemies with like the, the mic stick, uh, yeah. the mic stand. <laughs> is that cool? Um, that is going to be out now. Now, <laughs> yes. Uh, let's quit the so podcast. Cool. Let's go and play. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, just, play. let's just play. Yeah. Let's go. I don't know what your guys' thoughts were on this next game. Uh, my notes pretty much just says similar to Civilization, and that is about as, as much as I wrote down for. I'd pretty much the same, to be honest. It just seems like Civilization. Yeah. Civilization. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Civilization. It's, what game is this? It's humankind. This is humankind. The, the Latin American expansion. Yes, we got to see that. So it is currently out already on uh, on PC, I believe, and Epic Games Store, um, but it will be coming to consoles, uh, PS5 and Xbox Series S and X in November. Also out day one on Game Pass. But we'll, we'll be hearing a lot of that in a bit. Yep, yep, don't need to start talking about that. Um, right, next game, I know at least one person um, in my entire friend group that would love this if he was still playing video games um <laughs> uh we got one piece odyssey which, which one was this what was this so this is the anime pirates open world is this one. the one with yeah. the very weird looking bloke with the big eyes the big you're mouth. talking about anime you need to be a bit more specific on that yeah they've all no, got no, there's, a, eyes. there's a specific guy <laughs> who looks really dodgy. There, there, there was one very short kind of person that had very big eyes if, if that's who you're talking about Let's just say, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't even know it was One Piece's 25th anniversary. No, I, I didn't either. Um, to be fair, I, I, One Piece is one anime that I don't think I'll get into just purely on how much there is. Yeah, that's uh, the one thing that's put me off it. It's just daunting how many yeah, chapters uh, there's and episodes you know, and everything. I had to catch up on... 200 episodes of Naruto when I first watched it, did the same for Bleach. This is at about 500 plus, I think some like 700. Like I, I, I don't have that, I don't have that much time. Um, but it looked interesting. It could be cool. Yeah. Maybe. Um, oh, I think this year. what would be good for One Piece is to do like a Ninja Storm collection. Do you know that catches up on the actual story? Yeah, because uh, yeah, be so cool. yeah, because I think with this one, it's actually an original story being made for the game. Yeah, because they're going to this like separate island away from yeah the main so, storyline, as you said. So yeah, well, if you love One Piece, I'm sure you like this one. Next up, we got Soul Hackers Two from the uh, the I can't remember the series. It's called same series that Persona sp- spun off from. Uh, they didn't really show much about this one other than um, the English cast, I think. And that's about as much as I wrote for it as well. So, cool. Um, so next was Capcom Arcade Stadium 2. I can't remember what yeah. was in it. Uh, I think if I recall, I don't know if they announced this there or it might have been 
It could have been the Capcom one in the Capcom showcase, but there was, there was a mention uh, um, Street Fighter 2 will be available to download for free oh. for it when it comes out. Um, so, uh, it's cool. I, I got the first one. Um, I liked the aesthetic of they've built like a proper kind of like arcades um, in the Unreal Engine, so you can like switch between arcades. You can get like that feel that you're in the arcades when you're playing the games and stuff. Mm. Um, hey, it's all right. It's a collection of classic Capcom games. There's much more else you can say about that. This is one for you and her next day. Mario Strikers Battle League. This is the game. I've not got it yet though, but I know. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Play the demo. It does look fun. I didn't. I didn't play the demo. Um. But it did look fun. It did look good. The next was Metal Hellsinger. It was the Doom, very Doom-esque game where you shoot into the rhythm of a, I suppose, yeah, heavy, heavy metal, metal song. So, yeah. Um, Quite a few bands in there. Or oh, singers from... Yeah, they, they got bands. singers from different bands. I think the music is original. Yeah. Um, so was it... I, I, don't know the people. It's like some graphic I can't remember again. some of them. What, uh, one I think I remember was from Lithium. I think um, I know it's the trivium. big. There's Trivium. Trivium. Sorry, Lithium. Uh, <laughs> that's completely something else. Trivium. Uh, I know the big one is the the lead singer from System of a Down. Mm. He's in it. Um, and then there's a couple of us darted about. Um, looked interesting. I thought being you know, sort of you have to shoot in the rhythm of the song. You have to like time it. Perhaps maybe like the more, the better you rhyme with the uh, music, perhaps more powerful yeah, shots, perhaps or something like that. You know, you keep the beat up and stuff. Look cool, um, fast paced. Um, Good premise, but I think eventually it's gonna be in your ear constantly. It's just gonna get a bit. Oh, that's perfect for me. So you know, yeah, my, my, nice, my nights in cope, I'll just I'll just rock to that. So. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, then after that, the quarry. So this is one of the interactive games from Supermassive Games. Yes, Supermassive Games. Well, obviously uh, did um, Until Dawn and mm. the what are they called? What are those series of games called? I forgot what they're called now. Uh, is it the House of Ashes series? Is that what they're called? Something uh, like that. Similar, similar like that. Yeah, I know what you're going to. Or is that one of the games? Anyway, but I've got a bit of beef with this game. Well, I've not got beef with the game. I've got beef with uh, the fans. The fans? Yes. Okay. So so before this game was actually announced, there was rumours uh, of the game. Right. What it was. That it was called mm. The Quarry and that it was uh, horror from Supermassive Games. And people were chatting about it on Reddit. And yeah. I, I just innocently put in that chat, I said, I would just like Supermassive uh, for a change to make a non-horror game. I got 20 downvotes. And I was like, what? Ooh. Yeah, boo, boo me. Boo, boo me. this man. Boo <laughs> me. Because I dare to think that maybe they just like to see things just a bit different. So, yeah, I, I, I wasn't. Look, so, so as, soon as, it, right? as soon as it got announced, I just like, don't care. I so that's, that, that's like saying Infinity Ward should make a JRPG or something. No, but they, they can use that style for other themes, can't they? It doesn't have to be a horror. It doesn't have to be a horror. Yes, they very could do. Um, And then uh, there'd probably be a copyright strike from uh, Telltale. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You do not make those games. We make those games. Um, 
No, I, I can I can see where you're going with that one. Um, it I was good to cool believe what they were like, like uh, on that first. I was like, Mark's taking the full force of cancel culture. Yeah. To, to be fair, to be, to be fair, if we talk about it, they, they could do something quite similar to um, Quantic Dreams, I think, because yep. their, their style is quite similar, isn't it? Yeah. So, so. I, I didn't realize I would be so controversial. You, 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 you need to go off Reddit, mate. It's uh, it's well, a, yeah, toxic, it's a doggy toxic, dog, dog it's, world. There. I don't usually post, and I can see why now. So. No, but yeah, the, the quarry did, did look good. Um, I don't think I'll ever play it, but it does look pretty good. Um, <laughs> I've heard mixed reaction about it. But I mean, it, it looks nice, though. But anyway, I've made my thoughts quite clear on that game. Now. Any thoughts, Nathan? I'll just move on. <laughs> he just wants to talk about Nightingale. Which is, I'm assuming, next. Yes. Yeah, Funny enough, I've not even got that much to say about it. I just thought it was next on the list. So, all right. <laughs> um, I will be playing this because it's got spiders. Next game. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh, Matt's I was like, oh, this, this looks interesting when I first saw the premise, and then he had that, and like, oh, well, you're not gonna get me to spider. Yeah, um, it did look pretty good, like an alternate reality 19th century, and um, I just yeah, got to go around and craft these realm cars to to travel to other. Realities well, that, by the looks of it. Yeah, that, that's the part that was always interesting, the, like, the crafting stuff. Like, it reminded me a little bit of um, Valheim, that like, kind of, you know, you go yeah. out, get resources, battle monsters and stuff, and then you can travel through poles to, to other people's worlds and stuff. That was interesting. Um, just the, just, eight-legged things don't need to be in games anymore. Um, oh, yes, they do. No, they don't. Shut up. Anyway. Uh, it's like a pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. Uh, right. If my list is still correct at this point, which is, which has been thrown out the window at this point, um, we saw Saints Row next. Yeah, yes. boss factory. Mm, yes, the boss factory where they are um, uh, essentially releasing the character customization tools um, for the game. That's a great idea. That's a yeah, brilliant I want to say they've done this before. I think they've done this before on a previous Saints Row game. It, it sounds like something they've, they've definitely done before. They might have done it on Saints Row 2, potentially, because that's where you, they started with the character's customization. Oh, well, to like well, they did a, it with a the lot first more. Because um, to be honestly, fair... Honestly, it might have been three. Anyway, yeah, one of them. To be fair, it's like, there is a lot of times where you get a game and you want to create a character, but then you just want to get into the game as well. Yeah. So then is you it, end up cutting corners. That's it. Yeah, just you just want to click next, 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 next. I I could spend like hours creating my character honestly, before I start the game. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but <laughs> now you can do it to your heart's content. Yeah. Before the game comes out. This is fantastic because this is going to make people buy into it. It's free, so you can go and create a character, and then you're more likely to buy the game. It's it's fantastic bit of marketing. I can't lie. Was there um. I don't know if they mentioned this in the trailer, but perhaps this is more sort of my idea. Was there a mention of like when you mess about in it, if you could save it and then if you bought the game, you could then import what you've made? That's the point. Yeah, right? yeah, that's it. Is I thought it? that was the idea around it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think they did that the last time around or when they, when they released something like this. It was just more of a hey, here's the tools. This is like how crave you can make your character and whatnot work. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, if they do that, brilliant. I'd, I'd love something like that. Um, and I've, I've heard good things from like previews of, of 
the journalists that have played the game. So sounds another, good. Another positive tip I'll take from that though is that it looks like there's a lot of options in it, which suggests lack of microtransactions in that department, because you'll be seeing all that in this as opposed to when it comes to the game. Yeah. Now saying that, that doesn't mean there's not going to be microtransactions when the game brought, comes. You, you broke the N word. That's that's but, not good. I know, but it's part of the game. <laughs> you've, you've changed it now. I, I just can't wait for the genital customization to see what. Oh, okay. Yeah. Drop sure. the quality of this podcast down now. Uh... <laughs> it couldn't go any lower anyway. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, right. After that, we had Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. Mm. So, this is essentially the 40k universe's version of Vermintide. Just more jazzed up with um, space marines and, and that kind of stuff. Um, looks violent, as Warhammer tends to be. Could be good. Could be a good card game. Um, I think, but like I said, I've spoke before. I think Vermintines, I've enjoyed playing co-op. Um, definitely, I think another one to add to the list for us to eventually not try. Yep. Um, and this could go the same way as well. I, I always preferred the 40k universe, um, just because it's more futuristic in that so um that's our thoughts on that one uh <laughs> yeah i've got that uh, horde shooter thing horde shooter thing good left for dead um <laughs> after that we saw uh blooper team's new game mm. which is not silent hill nope. uh <laughs> layers of fears um bit of a mouthful i, I really yeah, like the thing. look of this one do it just seemed really interesting. Hmm. We played the others. No, I've not. I've not played the others. Hmm. I've so so they made the first one, which was layer layers of fear. I think it was or layer of fear. I think one of them. Um, I think this is the third game for, for whatever reason. I, I yeah, heard somewhere the, game, yeah. the second game they actually did. Apparently, they got a lot of backlash for for cutting corners on like. Um, using um, using like assets that was already made and stuff from other places. That that's I mean that's outside of what we're talking about here. Um, I've also heard that this is actually going to be some sort of like remake or reimagining of their first game as well. So could be cool. I've I've heard good things of it, um, but. Oh, I have a strange relationship with horror games where, like, some I will play and then some I won't. <laughs> Which I think it's like, um, probably the one that I won't. Like, I love watching YouTube videos of it, probably. But I do that. I tend to watch like streamers play a scary game that I like the the concept of, but I just won't play. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, there's one game recently going slightly off tangent called. Uh, the Nun Massacre. I've, I've been watching like streamers play that one, and it looks absolutely terrifying. Won't play it, but absolutely enjoy anyone else playing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, it was that one. Outlast game. Yep. What did we have next? We had Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights, yes. What do we see? Nightwing. So Nightwing. Yeah. yeah. It's in people's <laughs> And. I don't know if you noticed this, but they kept re-showing like, the same clips in the thing. It's really odd. Like They showed 
I don't know what he did. He did some yeah. sort of certain flip and then grabbed a bloke from behind and then like literally yeah. about ten seconds later they show the same thing again. I'm like, could have found some different footage there, but maybe, okay. uh, maybe they did that because like throughout like the footage, um, Nightwing is like changing outfit or look appearance. It's probably the better word. So you you see that kind of slight customization with the gear system they've got going. I didn't notice if that's what they were doing, but ah right. That's, well, that's what they're doing. So that's probably why if you saw something repeat twice, it was probably in a different appearance to show that off. Okay. Um, I'm still unsure about this game, though. It's just, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. I want to like it. I think definitely waiting, waiting on reviews is probably going to be a good idea to see if this is uh, anywhere close to um, the Arkham games. But we'll exactly. see. I can see me playing it eventually mm. but they might be down the line look it can't be any worse than Avengers so well we'll see shut up <laughs> yeah remains to be seen shut up um, and then I don't know what to say if we got uh, we technically got two games to end this on well, we got three announcements well not announcements well, but three things were mentioned three yeah th- three things were mentioned so we'll just say that a lot of this ended on The Last of Us. So, Neil Druckmann showed up, did he? Oh, yes, yes. Mr. Neil, in his uh, new new hairdo. He's not rocking the long hair anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the first thing on the agenda was The Last of Us standalone multiplayer. That everyone, mm. I think everyone's previously kept calling it factions, haven't they? So was that, was that the they have, yeah. I think that was something from Original. the first game, I think. And then there were some leaked stuff about factions yes yeah. but they never called it factions here no they, they didn't call it here um i think the multiplayer well yeah that, that was so i suppose the big announcement that it was actually going to be a standalone and not part of the last of us part two neil did mention that naughty dog are working on multiple projects because they yes. expanded mm. yeah. they're they're a big uh they're a big team now they're a big team um so we did get we did get um i suppose some concept art of that was a nice concept art it did look good i want to be a little cautious about this because it did give me a, give me a bit bal royale vibes um because there was that kind of like you know like that colored fog in the background of the sea i was like okay is this gonna come flowing in you've got to make your way out of the sea or something i thought that'd be right we are either i'd <laughs> I'd probably like it, but there's just so many barrel games nowadays. Yeah, I hope it's not. Um, that was that was just the feeling that I got from it. It could be maybe one game mode of others. It could be a very traditional mode player as the first one was. But we'll see. It's it's very. I, I don't know if they gave a release date on it. So um, I'd like to see if it comes out this year. I think it would be probably more, maybe early next year. We'll see. They also said that this multiplayer was going to be as large as any single player game they've made, which see, is that, see, that's that's where the battle royale comes in. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's where the battle royale comes in. And it's set in San Francisco, based off of that concept art. Yeah, cool. But then we moved on to um, the TV show. Mm. Yeah. It's so finished up wrapping uh, filming, hasn't it? Yeah. So this show is still of Pedro, Pascal, and Bella Ramsey. 
looked pretty decent. I think it's I think it was a shot from um like the museum scene. From the first it looked like it, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then we got the reveal that Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson are actually in the show. Yeah. That's yeah, gonna look weird characters. when you see them. I d I don't think it will, because I mean the actual characters aren't really based off their looks, are they? So Yeah, no, but for people who played the game and they know who they are. When you see well, yeah, scenes, it's gonna you're gonna like think an odd no. like wait a minute. That's a bit what? <laughs> no. I, I don't you're gonna, know because you're to get the voices, aren't you? Yeah, but Troy Baker's voice is very different to his voice in The Last of Us, I think. I, I can't uh, differentiate between him. I can I can differentiate I, I can I can tell when when it Troy Baker's using his normal voice to the, the one he used for Joel. It's gonna be a bit harder for Ashley because she pretty much used her own voice for Ellie, from what I could tell. Yes. So that one's gonna be a bit more difficult. Just because I know uh, there's going to be at some point in the show where it's going to be like Troy like and Ashley probably like brother and sister. They're going to beat up with like Joel and Ellie at some point, and it's just going to be like and everybody wants this to is going to be so weird. Classes. Yeah. It's like, well, Do you know what? It's, it's going to be like mean. I want to in, in, in the Mandalorian levels of like oh my god. <laughs> I actually wish didn't mention it. I wish they, was, they left it a secret. Yeah. Because I think it would have been I mean, even better. She'd be like, oh F. It's them. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Well, then we got into the final thing. Yep. Uh, final announced, announcement. Announced that the first Last of Us game is going to get a re... Master? Re... No, it's a remake, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's from built yeah, on the they, ground up. specifies this as a remake. So, um... From what they mentioned, they've they've built this up from scratch again using the original motion capture. Motion capture, yeah. Yeah. And um, they're gonna apparently they're gonna leave it more. They're gonna leave it more untouched to what they did in the original game and be more nuanced to the new um, tech to to sort of pick up the performances of Troy and, and Ashley and everyone else and stuff. Um. I mean, we did sort of hear about this before, didn't we? That this was going to be happening. And we were like, is it needed? Probably not. But then you do look at it, look yeah, at it and think, it this does look fantastic. good. Fantastic, yeah. When they did those side-by-sides. Yeah, you could really mm, tell. Like That looks incredible. The, the remake they did on PS4, it made it, the PS5 version made it look like a Telltale game. There was that much of a disparity. Oh, and you, and you played that game, that it was great. I think the remaster on the PS4 still holds up pretty well. It does look great. It yeah, look great. But, but then you put it next to that, and it's just like, wow. Yeah, it's something that, that you didn't is. know you needed, but now we need it. I, I just like, I just like. I'm, I'm not on that bandwagon. It's not caught me yet. It's not caught me yet. I don't think. I'm still like, what are they going to do with this remake properly? Are they going to keep everything original and then you start changing some stuff? I highly, I highly doubt they will change anything because that would be a poor decision. Well, I mean, they've got they've got to get um oh who's the character? I've already forgotten the character. Um, part two, uh, Laura Bailey plays Abby. Abby, that's it. They need to get her dad properly modelled in this one because he wasn't. They look completely different. From remake to um, 
Well, all right, they might do that, but is that a bad idea? No. That, that just stitches together a bit more and adds to the lore a bit. I think that's the idea. I, I think these are going to end up in, coming in a bundle at some point as well. I, I reckon it will change some stuff. It might be so. Maybe not like massive features. You mean just graphically? Or no, I mean story-wise. Oh no, they're not going to touch. They're not going to retcon it. I can't. I can't. They're not going to retcon, but they might make some subtle changes here and there. I just like the fact that they called it The Last of Us Part One. I just, I just think it's a nice title. Flows better than The Last of Us remake. Yeah. (laughs) They say it's got a new animation system and new AI. Yeah. Now are they saying that because is that new from Part Two or is it just new based from the remaster? Because that would make sense that they would they use the part two engine would be more updated. Well, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Wait, sixty frames seconds as well. So it's gonna be smooth like silk. Was part two sixty frames? Or was that thirty? I think that was a thirty. But did it get a um like an upgrade kind of thing? I don't know. I've not played it. If it, it did, I've not, not played, played it. Since it yeah, I've, I've not played it. Since I've not played it for two years. <laughs> Well, yeah, I played it like opening weekend. That's it. I think we all did, didn't we? Pretty yeah. much. I've not touched it since. I don't know if I can go back. <laughs> well, the thing about these games is, as great as they are, I can't ever see myself going back and playing them because they just they just take so much out of you, like emotion wise. Pretty much. I, d- I don't know if I want to relive that opening of the first game again. <laughs> like, mm, no, don't think I want to see that scene in any more glory. As great as it was. But uh, yeah, that comes out on the 2nd of September. Mm-hmm. Which is also coming to PC. Good, good. Yeah, it's more of PlayStation putting their IPs onto PC, like with God of War. Mm. Yep. And that is the Summer Game Fest events. Right, should we move on to the Xbox and Bethesda showcase then? Let's do it. Ah, oh, go on now, I like when they started this, they said that they were only showing games that were coming over the next 12 months. That is how these showcases should be. Definitely. That's refreshing to hear. So, we kicked off with the Redfall. Yeah. Uh, yep. Which was delayed, as we know, along with another yep. game. What do you think to this, then? Because I wasn't... when Because it was last E3, wasn't it, when they showed the CG trailer at the end of their showcase and I mm. just thought it looked a bit meh. Yeah. I, I thought got gameplay. A, yeah, I thought it looked pretty cool. Like, the blood looked fantastic. Um, <laughs> the blood looked fantastic. So, of course, yeah. it was the first part you mentioned. Really, really wet. Um, the shooting... Wet slippery. Yeah. Yeah. Wet, yeah, wet slippery blood. Tick. Sticky. Um, the, the shooting looked a... Looks a bit like Back for Blood, if you've played that. That's what it reminds me of in terms of the way it looks. But, and then we got an introduction to the team that you'd be playing with. And it showed like some strategy elements there. Yeah, so there's four people. I can't mm. remember their names or who they are, what they do. They've got characteristics. But I found the tone of it a bit odd. Because the start, the start of it was quite creepy, wasn't it? it was, yeah, it was fairly serious. Yeah. And then and, it expanded into more... Yeah, they started fun. including humour. Yeah. It was just a bit, where are we going with this? I find it a bit yeah. confusing, tonal-wise. Yeah. I mean, they went on to say that there'd be like skill trees to 
to do upgrades and then it does yeah. a lot of this a ton of weapons to choose from which like when you're fighting like hordes of vampires seems pretty cool I'm, I'm pretty much the same as i was when i first saw it i think i'm still in that camp which will be i'll see when it comes out and see what it becomes mm. probably not a day one purchase have your thoughts changed on it mark after seeing a bit more of it no not really i still can't see me playing it and plus it just seemed like a game you'd have to play more in a group to get the real enjoyment out of it yeah what about yourself matt um just felt like left for dead with vampires so that's the thing it's just it's a bit samey that's mm. my problem with it yeah and I left for so. dead doesn't yeah. particularly excite me either but well i, 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 I enjoyed left for dead so um, although I think they mentioned with this one it's uh, open world, I think. I believe so, I think. Yeah. Um, Did say something about there were certain places where like there was like forts or something? Because they showed a theme. Yeah, like, yeah. Fun fair or something. Something like um, strongholds like for the vampires. Where you, yeah, you stronghold it, yeah. for the the stronghold of vampires. There's the cultists who want to be like vampires. Or you're dead. Or you're dead, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. yeah, three kind of people in the world. Uh or type, I should say. I'd I'd like to see more. Uh it seemed interesting. There seemed to be an emphasis on the on the um character who was narrating it, um, mentioned that she had powers that she didn't know how she'd gotten. She seems to be like the most unique out of the four. Um Oh, we'll see. Um, I'd, like, I'd like to know more about the characters, what they do, um, you know, what different types of enemies you'll be fighting. Could be good. Could be good. Could be the um, spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead that Back 4 Blood wanted to be. So. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah, that one coming 2023 and is day one in Game Pass, as we're going to hear a lot of. Yeah. I think that's the only time we should mention that. Uh <laughs> Uh, and then we moved on to Hollow Knight. Silk Song. Ever played Hollow Knight? No, I'd be intrigued to. It's one of those classic Metroidvania type games, um, but with insects. So, not nice. Combat looked pretty pretty smooth, um, fast paced. Uh, story I don't know too much about, but. I have heard the first one's notoriously hard. It's one of those games. Well. I, I could be wrong now. I don't know if it's quite Metroidvania then. It could be more rogue-like. Um, a similar style to Dead Cells, which I really enjoy, actually. So, could be good. I'm just looking into it a bit now, and some people have asked, is Hollow Knight the greatest Metroidvania game ever created? So, high praise. It was, yeah, it was highly regarded. So. What were the answers? I say yes or no? Well... It's more of an open-ended question. Um, so it's up to you to decide. The rhetorical question. <laughs> Steam's giving it 10 out of 10. So next up, we had a High on Life, which was a curious game. Very curious. I can yeah. definitely see how it's come from the craze of Rick and Morty. Yeah, just in Royland. Yeah. Um... And... It says the story is something about you're taking down an alien drug cartel. Yes, yeah. And you do this by making use of a variety of unique weapons that all seem to have personalities and 
faces and they talk to you. Yeah. Very I, obscure. I liked the knife because the knife was like, keep on stabbing. <laughs> of course you liked the knife. <laughs> I mean, yeah, did, you see, did you see the end of that? The end of the trailer? That weird monster creature. Which is got... No, they had humans for hands. Yeah. Yeah. Heads. Weird. I'll, I, I definitely got like a, almost like a, a Conker's Bad Fur Day vibe to it. It's got that kind of humour. It's a bit strange, but funny? I don't know. It's, it's probably was... one of them games where the, the animation of it throws you off, so you think, oh, it's for kids, but it's going to be like really zany that, and dark. That and... game did not look for kids. I mean, yeah. if the knife is anything to go by. Kids that knife is gives kids very bad ideas. Are they talking weapons going to become a bit Tyson? No. I mean, if they flesh them out and they give them their own yeah. personality, I think it could be good. Depends how often they talk as well. Like, if they... I, I hope it's not something like where it's Vanguard, where you can customise a, a voice line specifically if you get certain... do certain things. Like, if you've got, like, a headshot. Something... Although I just thought it was funny putting on Lucas where he said, you look like 24 carat. Something head. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I do like, did you see the, the one weapon where it looks like, what was he said, oh, firing my kids or something. He's got like little babies. Yes, yeah, that looked funny. It, it does it does look like it's got like kind of like dark humour, very Abe Odyssey kind of style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that comes out in October 2022. So, mm-hmm. top of this year. Um, this next lot, I just went straight over my head. We, we can skip. <laughs> do, League do of Legends, Valorant. Was it right? Is it Riot Games? What? Uh, game? Yeah. So it's like it's basically a collection of Riot Games games on Game Pass. All games. Yeah. So these um, are basically esport games. You know, yeah. Those things. Um, I think there was a League of Legends spin-off card game style thing um i can't there's there's a couple of others but i think this was more for like the pc game pass i think um not xbox i could see yeah. valorant come to xbox so yeah you like them there you yeah. go cool enjoy this one this is one for you, this one this one Danny. yeah <laughs> on. a plague tale requiem Get to see more of that. I mean, this is coming out this year at some point. I don't know when yet, but it is out and ready for pre-order. I, I can't wait. I really enjoyed um, the first Playtale game. thought it was fantastic. And it looks like more of the same, really. Um, at the beginning of the trail, I think Hugo, um, one of the main characters, characters is presumed dead. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, but it, oh, in terms of the gameplay, it does look like more of the same. It looks really uh, nice. Yeah, it does look beautiful. It looks, like the first it looks game grim. Looks, it looks grim. Yeah, it is grim. So, because we've got the horde of rats back and the plague, and we've got looks like we've got the inquisition inquisition back from the first game. So, yeah, it seems like they've moved more to maybe around the Mediterranean because the first game was set in France. So it looks like they're moving on a bit, maybe south a bit, south France, maybe Italy potentially. So, yeah. So but, yeah. So- Gameplay of MEC are going through like various scenarios, some action based, some stealth. Yeah, because mm. it looks like she's just like had it with the situation because everyone's telling her to like calm down and and kind it's, of like she doesn't look like she's losing it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I really like the bit where she just pushed the bloke in that pile of rats. Yeah. <laughs> there you That's go. It. And it looks like you can actually become the horde of rats as well and like use that as a weapon. Because um, they did explore that somewhat in the first game, but it looks like you can probably do that a bit more here, which is which is good. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it so much. This is this is one of the games of like the year that I'm just so much looking forward to play. play. <laughs> Need to play that first one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's only, say, I think between eight and ten hours, so... But it is really good. I'm sure you'll both enjoy it if you do ever come to play it. I'm curious to know also what's your opinion on this next one, Forza Motorsport. Now, I know you're more of a fan of the Horizon series. Yeah, like, personally, I'm not normally a fan of driving simulators. But I've been looking forward to more of a track-based game for quite a while. So yeah. we've seen what, mm. I don't think we've seen these. I mean, when, was the last, when was the last Motorsport? Because I never had the last one. I never Seven. had the last one. Seven, Seven yeah. is that? Because yeah. I had oh, the last one. I, what was the one I had? Maybe six. One that came with the Xbox One. Last one that I remember having was two. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was on the 360. That one. But obviously, with the the rather egregious nature of Grand Turismo Seven that came out recently, mm. they've got a real chat opportunity here. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it, it look it looks fantastic. We can't take anything away from it. Like the way that the ray tracing works, the the, the way that the damage looks on the cars, um, the the weather and day night cycles that that are there. Yes, they said the dynamic time of day, and they use photogrammetry and three D material scans for mm. the objects. Time of day also changes ambient temperatures, such as track temperature, which can then affect the tire grip. Getting mm. all very complicated here, um, but then apparently there's some like uh, things that people have been clamoring for in the game, which is like fuel and tire management, and multiple tire compounds, and new in-depth car building, whatever that is. As you mentioned, the car damage reproduced down to the individual individual scratches. They said, yeah. Don't know how I what was... that means exactly, but yeah. I was... I think we've been forced and, and probably certain licenses that they do have with car manufacturers because I remember that there's one very specific reason kind of why you never saw kind of Porsche cars in um, in Forza. Or they, they weren't called Porsche, they were called TUF or something like that. But like uh, their damage models, I still don't think are quite realistic. Like for something like that crash that happened, I was expecting... I, I'll be honest. Hanging off, and yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't think that looked great. The, the scratch. Mm. It was just scratches. Yeah, that's it. it just well, I would expect that if you were like against the wall, kind of pressed up. But this was like it looked like a pretty bad crash. Yeah, they hit the barrier. Just, uh, the body of the, body car, of the car was fine, pretty much, really. Yeah. But the ray tracing. Ooh. The reflections yeah. of the other cars in the in that in the car. Mm. Yeah, glorious. Oh, Taste it. Apparently, they're going to have it in the mirrors as well. Yeah. That'd be cool. And looking at that, um, I don't know what car it was, but they showed like the engine and all that on the back of one of those cars. Didn't mm. they? Yeah, because the they had like, all the nice. foil and very everything. Nice. Yeah. 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 Shiny. Oh, very shiny. Well, I think they should have read this, uh, this showcase uh, 18 plus on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that sexy car. Yeah. <laughs> 
one thing that threw me off a bit was that that it's called Forza Motorsport. Is that like a working title or? No, it's supposed to be. No, I think uh, right, they're, just, okay. it's, they're almost like rebooting the series. I don't know what they're going to call the next one, though. Well, Forza Motorsport 2. 2 yeah. 2. I guess so. <laughs> we, we start over again. You know, it's Call of Duty and Modern Warfare, I love. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. I, I, do, I do wish we got a little bit more actual gameplay, though. I know they said the whole thing was in gameplay, but I wanted more like driving behind the car. Yeah, because it was only yeah, the beginning yeah. bit, weren't it? So obviously yeah, it started got, like, showing that static and then, camera and then it went yeah. into the driving and then that lasted a few seconds and then it became more of a tech demo. Yeah, I, I could definitely see for like people who are actually into driving games or into Forza, they, they might be a little bit disappointed with that trailer. They'd be like, I want to see gameplay, I want to see actual like physics engine and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, very pretty game though. Very, very pretty game. Yeah, I mean they've got time to show us more because it's not going to be coming out until 2023. So I guess we'll get something either later on this year or early next year with more info on that. But yeah, yeah, I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. Like probably one of the first times ever, like a full driving sim game is actually giving me some sort of excitement. It does look really good. Just don't take inspiration from Gran Turismo Seven. <laughs> We're not having that again. Uh, moving on to another game we love though. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes. Yep. Celebrating its 40th anniversary. 40 Which years. Really, yeah. So include a new update that includes helicopters, gliders, and other various aircraft. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the helicopters. Yeah, me too. Imagine in, like hovering in cities so you can get a good look at landmarks and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's it. Because you're always too busy flying and moving to take yeah. things in properly sometimes. Sure, so about crashing really Well, that's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to hover and just sightsee. Like going to New York and all that. There's going to be plenty mm-hmm. of places to go and look. Because it's, it's very, <laughs> like when you just try to rotate in around the Statue of Liberty. Like, just... Yeah. Yeah. I just want to get up close to it. Have a good gander. That's it. Just hover over the Grand Canyon in your helicopter. Yeah. And go down into it. Yeah. yeah. I think that, well, the gliding would be pretty good for that. Gliding through. Yeah. But there was also a new aircraft. Not the show, so it's going to have the Spirit of St. Louis. Which was uh, Charles Lindbergh's plane that flew the first uh, solo non-stop transatlantic journey. Oh, cool! So pretty good. But also the Wright flyer. So that was the Wright brothers' plane as well. Yes, yeah, the very aviation. Mm. So that's gonna be pretty cool to have a go with them. Well, how far they're gonna you, travel? You won't get very far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start one in the runway, land in the other. Well, it'll just be those you know, um, in upper atmosphere in space with it somehow <laughs> <laughs> mm. like, yep this is realistic but as you've just said that they announced an interesting tie-in as well makes sense yeah mm, does it the, the <laughs> Halo realistic. The Pelican Pelican dropship yeah. yeah because Halo's got to be in everything apparently of course I mean it's cool well, that's it. it. Cool. Like, it's a bit out there. around the atmosphere. It's free. I like free. Exactly. I'll download it. And it dropped on the day, didn't it? Yeah. So we don't have to wait until this ex- this other expansion, which is was it November? I think. I think Something the, the like other Something in November. Later on in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Has, has anyone tried using the Pelican yet? Is anyone... I was going to today, but I didn't have time. Ah. I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'll probably speak about it on the next, well, not the next book, you know, the next next one. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yep. Right, next game. Overwatch 2. Yep. Thoughts. Yeah. Coming out in October. Next. Neither you play, neither you're interested, neither you. I think I would be interested. Um, did it make mention of something? Else? I wasn't sure if they mentioned this bar on the bear or if it's for the full game, but I think the bear is free to play, yes. Uh, I haven't got a clue. Uh, I recall seeing that, and I wasn't sure if they actually mentioned the full game or not, which would be also interesting. Um, I don't see much different. Yeah, this is done with this. This this is this, it's like all they've done is really is kind of updated, you know, some of the character models, some things do look a bit shinier. I think I think they have used an update I think they've used an updated engine, but they've not changed much with it, basically. So it's it's hard to really grasp what changed. Like I think a lot of changes will come to just sort of gameplay wise. Um but i I enjoyed my time with uh the first Overwatch um, is fun when you get into it. If you got a group that you play with, it's, uh, it's a good laugh. Um, I did enjoy the PV stuff that they, they added to it, but they always seem to remove it as well. So it's, it's when I drop off. But I, this one, I'd need to see more to understand the justification for making the sequel. Hmm. And they showed off a new character, didn't they? Yes. I can't remember what they call them. The Wastelander or something like that? Something like that. Very I don't tall. know whether that was the name or whether that was just the description. But. Uh, I believe the it's a female character apparently she's meant to be something like seven foot tall. Oh, right. Okay. So. Winning a fight. Arrow Lady D. Wow. He's on the one winner there, I'm afraid. Yeah. And it ain't yeah. this person. <laughs> Our history untold. Another civilization ripoff. Yeah, I, I don't know if this was meant to be quite civilization or if it was more in in terms of like Age of Empires. It seemed to straddle kind of both lines for me. Yeah, because it had like the building aspect and it did seem to have like the well, the conquering other nations and yeah. using their resources to advance your civilization. I'm not got much thoughts on this one, to be fair. Yes, I'm not gonna play it. So, no, no, no disrespect to it. It probably would be a pretty good game. I just not much interest at all. <laughs> well, yeah, some games you just don't. Get much interest in the next one, The Elder Scrolls Online. Hmm. Now, what was it called? The Elder Scrolls Online High High Isles. Because I've just bought The Elder Scrolls Online High, and that's it. Hi. Hi. Hi, uh, yes, Hi, okay. uh, expansion. Uh, they've got into an area of Elder Scrolls that apparently we've, we've not visited before, so that, that'll be interesting. Uh, maybe a hint on the next Elder Scrolls game? Mm. I don't know. It's a trailer for an expansion to a game that I've barely played, so cool. Have you got it, Matt, as well? Yes. Oh. Yes. What platform? Uh, PC. There you go on PC. What have you got it on, Mark? Nothing. Oh, I thought you said you got it. Yes, I did. No. Um, 
I still think I've got it. Uh, unless, I was, unless I was drunk and maybe <laughs> I don't know. Drunk, it. Might have happened. Yeah. I always see it around for like three or four quid, and I think, oh, do, it, do it, I give it? Yeah, it, it does get cheap, to be fair. Um, every so often, I I don't know how it works. How, how does that game work, though? I don't know. Is it? I, I can't remember if it's got a monthly subscription still, because I think it, it started off being that. I'm definitely not playing it. Yeah, don't <laughs> like the sound of that. <laughs> I would have to research if I still do that. I could be wrong. I, I've got some of the feelings uh, to the next game that got announced as well, to be honest. Um, just an expansion to... Admittedly, a game that I've played a lot, a lot more hours in, um, which was Fallout 76. Certainly a lot more than me and I. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. Um... They got on level 10 or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember where I stopped. I think I got close to 100. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, so they announced a new expansion, The Pit, which is um similarly based off a DLC that was for um Fallout 3. Um so we're going over to Boston, um where we've got this pit where you've got to pretty much sort of survive and help. Oh, this is say Boston. I thought it was going to pick for Pittsburgh. I thought that was what that was, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You could be. You could very well be right, not actually. Um, no, you're probably t- right. It's is, the double yeah. take. That got me. Yeah. No, you're probably right. Um, I'm trying to think where I've got Boston from now. It's in one of them. We'll go one that. of them, yes. So I've been corrected. It is in um, Pittsburgh. Oh, is it? Okay. Have I got... Oh, have I got Boston? I've got Boston from Fallout 4. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 you lose track of uh, where, wherever Fallout's been set, honestly. Well, you can't really lose track in New Vegas, can you? Well, they have been 76 rooms, so you lose track easily. Well, yeah, see, so... Um, looks like a decent expansion, um, but it's, it's probably going to take more than that to get me back to Fallout 76 at this point. I've got too much of a backlog. <laughs> so is that purely why you've stopped playing it? Not because you just don't care about it, it's just you need to play other things. Pretty much. I think I got to a point where there's there still story missions that I could do. But it, it was to a point where like enemies slowly stopped levelling up in certain areas for me. So certain areas were kind of easier. Other areas were still pretty rough. Um, it also didn't help that one player somehow glitched my um my camp, so I had to rebuild that from scratch. So I was like, oh, oh, that's, that's, that's too much effort now. <laughs> I already did too much to start with. But, you know, yeah, the great people joined you again this time. Well, you're nearly 100 now. Yeah. So right, I'll, 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 carry, I'll carry you through the... Uh, that's it. Every single location is dangerous to us when we were... I'll, I'll, I'll carry you through the... Uh, just push the, you in the cave Mothman first. Cave. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll love the Mothman. Um... Right, after that, uh, we got a bit of news on the other Forza game, Forza Horizon 5. We've got some DLC news. Yeah. yeah. we got the Hot Wheels tracks. Yep, seems to come to every Forza Horizon game at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was in 4, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Never played it, Yeah, I'm the same. I've never played it. It always looks really fun, because mm. I can just, well, it's just these Hot Wheels tracks in the middle of Mexico. Like, it just seems absolutely insane. <laughs> I think they were in the middle of Australia as well when they first uh, introduced them. Yeah, in Australia as well for Horizon um, 3. It is a lot of fun, to be fair. I do like the look of the um, Hot Wheels tracks. It reminds me a little bit of um, Wreckfest. It would be that kind of 
just why smash someone off the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my only caveat to it is that I don't want to pay extra for it because I'm cheap. Well, that's you. Uh, <laughs> um, so after that is quite frankly one of the more confusing directions I've seen a company take for a sequel to a game, if I'm honest. Especially from what I've heard about it after the showcase. Um, so we saw another cinematic trailer for Arc 2. That's uh, all I've seen, are they seen it? Starring yes. Vin Diesel. Yeah, I, honestly, I didn't even child. know it was him. And I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, it's Vin Diesel. Me just thinking it was just going to be some very, random bald guy. It's a very strange direction to take a sequel to what was originally a first-person crafting survival game where you're hunting dinosaurs and building your camps and stuff and also taming dinosaurs and, and, and all sorts and that. The little stuff that I've actually heard of this game outside of the showcase is that it's going to be... It's almost going to be like a third-person narrative-driven game. They've really, like, swerved away massively from what it was like the first game was originally. I don't... I don't know what to think of it. Um, I think I, I, I see proper gameplay before I come out of mind. Vin Diesel, so I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is Fast and Furious 10 just him on dinosaurs do you think this is like his revenge <laughs> yeah. for on, on Dwayne you know? yeah that's you've got Fortnite I'm, I'm going to be in the arc. game you can't yeah. you're not allowed <laughs> um, yeah uh, strange feelings in this one um, moving on to a game that seems a little bit more secure on what it's meant to be um, but still very strange but very strange still um, Scorn. Mm, the HR Geiger inspired horror mm. game. Yeah, very Lovecraftian. Like biological, mechanical sort of thing. I think they said something was like uh, things like part machine, part flesh. Yeah, and then there was just this guy pulling an umbilical cord yeah. out of him. It's like, oh, oh that was, that was, that was, you know, Peggy 18 there. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grotesque. Could, I think yeah, that's how we'll, we'll describe this game. Pretty grotesque. Um, could be cool though. I mean, I'll never play it again, but you know, could be cool. <laughs> um, apparently, there's no dialogue in the game. It's ah, told entirely. It's told entirely through its environment. That's what oh, interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Uh, that releases on the 21st of October on mm. PC, on PC as well as Xbox. Flintlock, yes. The Siege of Dawn. <laughs> Is this one again that had spiders, I think? I'm just going to say no. <laughs> uh, did they have spiders? I don't know. I can't, I can't recall. I don't remember it having spiders. I might have. Uh, it wasn't I one. Might be, I might be me. thinking of a later right. game that probably popped up. Um, but This kind of reminded me of... Um, what's that game coming out? Yeah, that one. Spoken. Sounded like a similar style to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see. I could, I could see that. I can see that. But I don't have much interest in that one either. So... Not for me, but yeah, um, when I first saw this and I didn't know what it was, I thought it was forespoken to be honest. Do, do you know with the way the combat looked? Yeah. With like the powers and the I won't say time yeah. period, but like just the aesthetic of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I don't think how I, I have as much interest in this one as I do as for forespoken, but I can I can see the similarities to it. Yeah. 
Um, I've not got much thoughts on it, to be fair. But then we move on to a classic. So my oh, side. yes. Minecraft Legends. Yeah. This could uh, be interesting. Yeah. It's it's a more story-driven Minecraft than we've ever seen before. Yeah, outside of the... Uh, I, I don't... I, did Telltale make it? They had like a... They're on like story series. I think Telltale made one on Minecraft. Looks different though. Because like we, we had... Uh, we had the first spin-off. Like Dungeons. Um... I would like to get around and gain actually. It, that one does look pretty good. Um, and now we got this one. I couldn't tell if it was. It seemed like a almost like a third person action sort of thing. Like you lead a lead, lead an army against the underworld creatures. Yeah. I think. Yeah, this looked to be some sort of a story to it. I mean, mm. When when they first started saying like, oh, it's a new game from the creators of Minecraft, and then I was like. Oh, it looks very much like Minecraft, and then they're like, "Oh, it is Minecraft." <laughs> it's Minecraft too. <laughs> um, could be good. I mean, I've heard good things about dungeons, so if they continue the streak of creating good Minecraft experiences, I'm all for it. After that, we got. I'm sure I'm saying this right. Lightyear Frontier. Very much in the same vein of, of a kind of first-person crafting survival type games, I believe. It seemed like it. Yeah. I, uh, I thought it looked very much like a futuristic farm simulator. <laughs> um, not much thoughts on it. Is every game now going to have farming? This is a very overused thing. You know how we had the thing with fishing? It's like every game yeah. has to have fishing. Now every game seems to have to have farming in it. I've noticed. Well, they've got to do something well, to stretch it out. Yeah. Uh, not not many thoughts. I feel like I've played too many of these style of games because, like, um, I talked about. Oh, what's the um? There's one one game series that's kind of like that. The Oh, the one with the conveyor belts and stuff that you can get the materials on and stuff. It is it remind me a little bit of kind of like that. Um, but I think there's too many of these kind of style games nowadays. It's it's hard to stand out. I'm just reading yeah. the blurb of the game. It says Lightyear Frontier is a peaceful open world farming adventure on a planet at the far edge of the galaxy. Start at your new home on a distant planet with up to three friends as you farm alien crops build your own homestead, and explore the untamed wilderness of the world. Cool. Farming, in it? Yeah. Yeah, farming in it, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. next, Gunfire Reborn. Any thoughts on this? I believe it's like a sh- shooter, multiplayer shooter game. I think that's probably well, what made me think, oh, God, not again, this is boring. Just want something unique. Well, I think you're also like a animal. That's unique. Yeah. <laughs> Gunfire Reborn is a level-based adventure game featuring first-person shooters, roguelite, and RPG. Players can control heroes with various abilities to experience diverse build gameplay. Use various weapons to explore procedurally generated levels. That sounds a little bit more interesting than what I saw. So, <laughs> so not good advertisement then. <laughs> no. But do no. better marketing. Yeah. Um. But it doesn't look like you play as animals. 
yeah, but that's what I took from it. I think you play as animals. So. <laughs> oh, I did like the look of this next game, though. Yeah, the last case of Benedict Fox. So again, this was a Lovecraftian style. Five yeah. D, Avenger platformer. I think. I think we could say it probably was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, it looks like in game you explore your father's memories, which is quite interesting. Yeah, just reading the um, background of the game. It says the game takes place in 1925 and follows the titular Benedict Fox as he seeks to uncover the untimely demise of a family. His investigations take place inside a gorgeous yet utterly creepy manor packed with a whole bunch of occult scaries. Benedict will have to face these demons along with his own demon companion that resides within his body. You'll be able to use his demon to delve into the consciousness of the dead, called Limbo. A lot of the unravelling will come from exploring Limbo, but it'll also get progressively more dangerous as most clues are revealed. Mm. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. There's a lot of running away from creepy stuff. Good yep. art style. Real art, I'm really intrigued by that. I would concur. They're available in spring next year. So, better time to wait for that one. This next game was one that I saw crop up in a few other showcases as well. That's yeah. A, as Dusk Falls. I feel like we've seen this before. Yeah, I think we saw, we saw a trailer for it a few yeah. months ago. So it's a game set in 1998 and is about the story of two families that converge during a robbery that goes wrong, which ends up having lasting implications in their lives. Just like one of these branching narrative games with choices that have consequences. Yeah. But I really like the unique art style of it. So it's yeah, it's got like a so it's real. So it's like real footage that's been captured. Yeah. But they've been animated into like stills, kind of. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a motion graphic effect kind of thing. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It, it felt very um, remind me a little bit. Of Max Payne does it in his cutscenes. Uh, the original Max Payne's. They had like a yeah. I would love it. They like stills, and then um, to convey some at different, it'd be just like another still and stuff, and you just move between stills. Yeah. But um, you play as multiple characters. I think mm. I think fans of games like um, Life is Strange might take a liking to this. But um, I was a bit curious about it at the end. It said um, you can experience you can experience it solo or multiplayer up to eight players. When the hell? That yeah. Works? I wonder if you like. You're able to play as like one of the, well, I imagine it's one of the characters, or if they did stuff like branching paths, you know, you like you choose options or whatnot. Maybe it could be like four players players one family, four players players the other family, and you have to you must like play off against each other with like the choices that you create. Mm, that'd be mm. quite interesting. Well, it's an intriguing concept, uh, but that comes out next month on July the nineteenth. It's not long mm. to wait on now. No. Right. What's this next one? <laughs> Japanese well, Fortnite. That's what it is. It's called uh, Naraka Blade Point. What's it that? Is, well, it looks as though it is a uh, Japanese medieval take on the Battle Royale formula. And that's about as much as I remember. <laughs> yeah, so you've got to try and be the last person uh, with up to 60 players. Yeah. But it seems like it kind of cuts into more of like a one on one battle, but then you can decide if you want to lead them to fight or cut in. So mm. there's a big emphasis on melee combat. Yeah. 
which does give it a bit more of a, I suppose, unique um, sound point for Battle Royals. Um, I'm sure that's not already been done. Now that I think about it. Unless it hasn't, I've just never heard of them. Uh, I think I think some some battle rounds do give you like melee options, but I don't think it's I can't remember any way it's just pure. Um, well, the, yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind giving it a go, see see what it's like, and then probably not touch it ever again. Well, again, we've not got long to wait on that because that's out on the twenty third of June. Ooh. Uh, what's it out on? Well, obviously Xbox. Xbox. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'll, I won't we'll be trying things, it that <laughs> This next one kind of surprised me. So I, Pentiment. I really Pentiment, yeah. Yeah, I took a liking to it. Hmm. So it's, it's like an illustrated medieval-style RPG, which is made by Obsidian. Now that I think about it, I feel like it's, it's a very Obsidian thing to do. <laughs> it, does look, it does kind of look like medieval art come to life. Yeah, yeah. So it looks as though you play as uh, some form of investigator. Well, it says here, uh, step into a living illustrated world inspired by illuminated manuscripts and printed woodcuts at a time when Europe is at a crossroads of great religious and political change. Walk in the footsteps of Andreas Maller, a master artist who finds himself in, oh. the middle of, in the middle of murders, scandals and intrigue in the Bavarian Alps. Curious, but according to the game's director, which is Josh Sawyer, Sawyer, who also directed Fallout New Vegas, uh, this is a passion project of his that he's wanted to do for twenty years. Really? Yeah. So, oh, there's a lot of love and care into this. I'm, I'm guessing. I'll definitely have to give this a go then, if, uh, if he's the one that's leading now. Yeah, that comes out in November. Awesome. I'm keen on that more than I expected. Hmm. I bet you're not keen on this next one, though, are you? No. <laughs> yeah, we saw some creepy crawlies on this one, didn't we? Yeah. Some eight-legged things. So, Grounded. Finally got a pro- it's getting a proper release. The full game. Yeah. Yep, it's coming out of early access. <laughs> oh, honey, I showed the kids the game. It's <laughs> yeah, release, it? pretty much, yeah. Looks to be it. I, to be fair, I, I do like the sound of the story that they're going with. Because it looks though, like there's a reason why they've shrunk down. There's this robot um android thing that's wanting the kids to do some stuff for him but it, it, it seems to have like a bit of a shadiness to it and then everything else didn't just didn't need to be in the trailer so uh <laughs> just averted your eyes yeah well i mean from the very first podcast that we did to the point where i swore oh yeah uh, yeah uh it, it does it does look like they're gonna have like proper like boss battles though because like there was one point where um there's the praying mantis and towards yeah. the end yeah seemed to be a bit of a boss but you need to remember though about this did have a right phobia mode didn't it you could have had the yeah. floating white blob with the orange head <laughs> <laughs> i know but it seems weird Should have put like, that in the how, how do i defend against invisible legs <laughs> or is it just, just gonna try and head is it gonna just try and head shoot the blob Shoot the blob. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just shoot the blob. I'm sure there was like a middle ground where it turned the legs into like blue blocks or something like that. I'm, I'm already getting shipped. Yeah, stop there's, it. About, there's about <laughs> seven scales for it. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't like it. Just floating they, they've added too many of them. 
bad enough for this slide, they've got like a new boss one as well. It reminds me of like the skull toolers in Legend of Zelda. <laughs> like, like a skull design on the back of it. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I think it looks cool. Good for you. Especially <laughs> <laughs> the spiders. Uh, even even the ladybugs looked a bit aggressive. What's that about? Well, they're meant to be. Not on this. They're the enemy. Uh, yeah. well, that was next. Swiftly moving on. Um, I don't know how I'm going to pronounce this now because it's Erebon. That, we'll, go that's the one. we'll go over Erebon Shadow Legacy. Um, seemed like an interesting concept. I can't remember too much of it other than like you can use the you can use like the shadows to get round and, and avoid detection and stuff. Or you well, you become you use the shadows to hide in them, sort of thing. Look cool from what I remember seeing, but again it it seemed very forgettable. Uh, anyone else have thoughts on this one? No, not particularly. No. I'll be honest, I can't even remember it. Fair enough. Like like I said, there's very few that I remember, but it seemed cool. Um, right. Next up, we got a, I suppose, a class reveal um, for Diablo 4. Uh, the Necromancer. Cool. Don't play Diablo. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't play myself. To, to be honest, it did seem pretty good, though, because um, we did find a lot about, well, find out a lot about the game. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of information about the, the Necromancer class itself. Um, I've played I've played a spin-off Diab- of Diablo before, um, Torchlight, which I really enjoyed, the Torchlight series. So um, maybe 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 this is the time I, I jump into the Diablo series and, and see what it's like. Yeah, I mean, it did seem very well feature-packed, really. Yeah. Because there's um, 158 dungeons in the game. There's co-op. Yep. You got to work together. There's cross-play with PC as well. Um, PvP. So I really enjoyed the next uh, the next trailer. It was I'm a good sure song. You did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah, I really I really liked the um, implementing the features of the next season into a song format. That's pretty cool. Um, so Sea of Thieves uh, showing off. Some of the new features that are coming to season seven, a lot of um, fan requested stuff that we're finally getting. So um, you finally get to be able to be the actual captain of the ship. Uh, you get captain, your own... my captain. Yep. You get to be. Uh, you get to have your own cabin. Finally, uh, you get to customize that pretty well. You get to name your boat if you want to name it. I'm stuck at those things. They know what it boat is. Boat McBoatface. Um, <laughs> you're saying? I was just saying I'm stuck at those things. They didn't already exist. Yeah, it just seems was, like something that would be there. But. I do recall apparently that they were planned to be in the game much earlier, um, but for whatever reason, it just just never happened. Um, so, yeah, you get to do that. You get to save your loadouts for customising your ship as well, which is very thankful, because every time I have to log into Sea of Thieves, I have to always boot up all my stuff that I want my boats to look at. Well, not my boat, my ship. Um... Some other stuff as well. They mentioned um, they're going to make being able to sell loot easier, um, which I'm very thankful for because all those trips from getting the loot off the boat 
up to the correct company, coming back again the next lot can be a bit te- tedious, um, especially for the another ship decides to roll up to the island and check what you're doing, perhaps sink you at the same time. Although that's, they didn't... that's coming from a man of experience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like a little bit more explanation what we mean to sort of make it easier because it seems to be making more sort of like almost like checkpoints where you'd be able to just pull up put everything on maybe and it sells everything at once perhaps that'd be that'd be cool i don't know um we'll have to see how that how that works once they reveal a little bit more what else is where you'll be able to tell your own path as well as a captain i'm not sure what that means because it seems it seems to be tied to if you have the pirate legend status there, there seems to be some sort of path you can go down um as well as having more sort of unique missions and and whatnot and stuff so um look forward to it really we'll look forward to it um do need to play more of season six at some point so i should get around to that um and eventually get you guys playing it as well hopefully so the next thing we got i honestly can't remember it um Raven ravenlock what? yeah Someone give me a bit of a refresh on what it was. Well, I wasn't overly fussed about this myself, so I'm not going to help you. Cheers. I just kept thinking Alice in Wonderland. It had very Alice in Wonderland vibes to it. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I remember what you're talking about there. Um, yeah, again, I just yeah, not much thoughts about it, to be honest. Um, which is unfortunate, but that's just sometimes so, that's how it is. So, so, so Ravenlock is an action-packed fable from Coco Cucumber. It's a fairy tale and reimagining of a kingdom troubled by an evil queen and a young girl's destiny to fulfil a dangerous prophecy. See why I give you Alice in Wonderland vibes. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, a retelling. I mean, it, it did very much look like it. Got a little bit more interest. <laughs> Got a little bit more interest in this next game, though. It seemed... Uh... Seemed pretty cool, actually. The uh, the the premise of it, um, Cocoon. Mm. Um, bit of a strange intro initially with the whole <laughs> yes <laughs> seed sort of opening and and just splurting you out. Yeah. Um, after that, bit more interesting. Um, seems like it's a bit of a, a puzzler. Um, you're taking sort of orbs um and placing them on sort of uh, I suppose orb holders or whatnot and each one seems to I, I couldn't I couldn't think of the word. I couldn't think of the, like the word was just going. Um you know, you place them and certain things activate different stuff and you and you get absorbed into the orb as well and you do like a new puzzle and stuff. Yeah. It seemed pretty cool. Um I was I was quite like puzzle games and, and whenever they have like a you know unique concept to them. So don't know if you got got thoughts on you guys on that one. Well, this is from the um, one of the game designers from uh, Limbo and um, Inside, isn't it? Okay. Let's see whether. Well, this looked like... a bit more colourful than those games. They were cr- pretty yeah. grim games, those ones. Yeah. Well, especially, especially Limbo. Limbo. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. I don't, I didn't really. I don't really have as much interest in this one as I did about those two games. Okay. Well, who knows? I think I need to see more of it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, right. This next one, I 
I was wondering if it was actually part of a, an existing series or not, because, I mean, it's made by um, Koei, I think it is. I'm sure I've just butchered that word. Uh, and also, right. Right. Uh, well, published by Koei and developed by Team Ninja. Did think this might have been something to do with Dynasty Warriors, but I think it's probably something else entirely. Um, it's called Wulong Fawn Dynasty. I did get that kind of Dynasty Warrior vibes of like, you know, playing as the Warriors seem to like have that kind of bow system or something like that. But um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about this one. When it was just a trailer, weren't it? It did seem very. Yeah. The fighting looks really heavy. This guy turns into a dragon thing. It was just. Yeah. There wasn't too much context to what was actually going on. No. So if you've got no pre existing information, it's difficult to kind of categorize what this is. The ending of it puzzled me a bit. I think it came up with the title. Yeah, it was, like it, showed a, a it was like a reveal of a. It's just like I have no idea who you samurai, are. Samurai, wasn't it? You supposed to be someone I'm. I know. Yeah, it, it did. Feel it was like, oh, it's him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's you. <laughs> that guy. Is, I don't know. Uh, need to see more of it. I think to base a more a better opinion on it. So, um, right. Sure, this one is for all the, the lovely GRPG fans out there. Um, finally, I think I think for the first time, uh, Persona is coming to Xbox. Which Personas do you, have you asked me? Well, I'm going to tell you. It is Persona 3 Portable, uh, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal. So um, 3 was from, I think 3 is actually from the PSP game i think so yeah um i think they made so, updates Persona to 4 were on beta Persona 4 on quite a few things uh yeah um and then five hours is the um most recent persona game um but it's the first time for the xbox so that's cool um i've not got around to playing any of the persona games i'd, I'd like to i think I, I bought five royale when um well, it went cheap at some point. And it was, and then the original Persona 5 was also on PlayStation Plus, I think, at some point. Um, I think it's in yeah. the PlayStation Plus collection. Could be wrong, but I think it was. So, yeah, that's cool for all the uh, Xbox fans who uh, have always wanted to try Persona. It's there for you now. Um, I believe they mentioned that 5 Royale is the first one that's going to be coming out. Yes. Can't recall what the date was, but it is this year. Some, some I want to say some around October, I think. Could be wrong, but it seemed to be late 2022. I imagine five comes first, then four, then probably three. Um, so a big life phone came on, and that was a special partnership. And who did oh, it only turn out to be? Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I bet Jeff Keighley was turning over in his bed. It's like I can't believe. He went to them and didn't announce this on my show. <laughs> he won't he must, he must, he must so, be, so long as his he friends games, you know. No, he was heartbroken, I'm telling you. Um, <sighs> so he said, the, so he, he had a little short chat with him, and he says, um, there's a game that he's always wanted to make, which I think we, we presume is this horror game, don't we? Yeah. This has been the long-mooted thing, that he wants to do a horror game. 
And he's went on to say it's a type of experience that we've never seen before. And the rumour is like long floated that he's been wanting to utilise the cloud format. That's kind of why he's gone to Xbox. And um, that was kind of confirmed here, basically. That's what he said. He said he's, he's, he's intrigued by the cloud thing. Um, but yeah, he, but he also said it may take some time. So that kind of obliterates the whole <laughs> games in 12 months thing, doesn't it? That they said at the very beginning. But have you heard what the rumoured name of the game is? No. I've forgotten, but I, I did I did see it at one point. Well, the roommate's called Overdose. That was it, yeah. Keep an eye on that. The code name for the next uh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it always leads back to Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> one last game, and I think it's probably the game that we're all kind of waiting for from this showcase. Um, although maybe it was a bit of a surprise they was there, hearing... Hearing all the news that had been delayed to next year. Um, but finally, finally, Mr. Todd. Tiny Howard, Todd. Tiny Mr. Todd Howard himself. Finally came out and, well, he showed off a lot more of Starfield. Mm, so we got actual so, gameplay. Real gameplay, yes. Actual gameplay for once. So what was this gameplay? Um, so... It was kind of started off as you know you landed on this planet um, where moon, a moon called Crete. I think it's yes, yeah. it was um, it's the moon for the planet. Oh, I've forgotten the name. Anyway, we know that Crete Crete was the moon anyway. So yeah. Um, so we get off our ship and our spaceship and we got our robot companion who walks with us a little bit, lets us know a little bit of what's going on. And then we just walk on by. Uh, we see some cockroach-like creatures um, moving around. I'd say more like crabs than cockroaches. But... Well, originally, no, there is a few creatures before then, and then we, when then we see a sort of a crab walk by, and then there's like quite, there's like a bit of a school of them going on. Mm. Um, did great for my anxiety. Um, anyway. So we got past them, um, and then we find that there's some pirates at a facility um, that are raiding it. And well, well, well no, sorry, there's before a bit that, before. yeah, there's sure. a bit of this that I didn't like. A bit of this that was very No Man's Sky. Yes. Oh, the crafting, S- scanning, and well, not really the crafting. It's more the scanning. Yeah. So. Was not um, a fan of that when I saw that. I'm like, no. I was immediately no, like, no. I remember doing this on No Man's Sky. Yeah. Even even with the symbols FE, I'm like, yeah, that's very familiar. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of that. That's for me, that was one of the worst parts of the man's guy. I know that game had quite a few issues to be with, but that was one thing where it's just like as a fundamental well, thing as part that's of the how game. You gathered resources, wasn't it? You know? Well no, I know it's a fundamental part of the game, but for me yeah. that's what I don't like about it. Because No Man's Sky, I was the only time I really played No Man's Sky was when they brought the um, the update where you could just like base build. You didn't need to craft and all that. You just yeah. you, you were just able to just make the thing. Yeah. So I but and I found that a bit fun. But this. Mm. Well, we'll see. Don't we'll know. see what it's like. Um. Yeah. So after that, there was pirates that took up the facility. So you infiltrate the facility. Me said pirates. Get into a bit of a gunfight. Um. 
The gunfire is very, very Fallout. It didn't uh, feel weighty. Yeah, it no, did feel very floaty. Um, it did seem a little bit more grounders than 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 Fallout. It did seem a little bit more like like they've actually developed like a, a first person shooter here, um, with decent controls. So um, you go through that, and you go upstairs, you find a, uh, a cachet box which mm, you, yeah. which goes through the unlocking mechanic. Um, which Digipix, mm, as they call mm, it, very different from any of a unlocking mechanic that I've seen in Bethesda games before. Because very much kind of like you've got certain parts that fit into different. Gaps. There's eventually like a puzzle rather than an actual unlocking thing. Yes, it's basically like, like a circle. Yeah, you had gaps like, in it. You had two circles. One had a couple of gaps. Another one had a bit more. And then you had certain um, preset um, shapes to fill into those gaps, basically. Yeah, so um, you have to align them with the gaps. Basically, yeah, so. basically. And then and then you locked it. Um, and then you got a new gun out of it, um, which I wasn't too impressed with the sound of really it it was like your typical kind of laser but it didn't feel didn't feel like powerful or anything um but this is probably a small criticism for everything else we're about to talk about um so we go outside where we find a few more uh, a few more space pirates it looks though a couple of them are a little bit more higher level than others i think Generally, they seem to be like a level two, and then there was a couple that were like level six, and and then you you jump off, you go into your in your jetpack, so you've got a jetpack. Yeah, that was cool. You can really like and shoot. Um, there's also a third person shooting as well. With did it. you notice the uh, the jump cut in the footage though? Because that guy who did that foot clearly did not jump that gap. He missed. He felt he was shooting. <laughs> <laughs> he probably. So they cut the video, so he was. He was like, probably the side like, right, you effed up. Let's do yeah. this. Uh, right, so you're doing that, you're shooting some of the more pirates, and then you hopped into your ship um, and flew away. Uh, and then we came to another planet. Um, I think they described here as like you were doing some something, some sort of like you were meeting someone basically from the. This was the New Atlantis, wasn't it? Yeah. To the capital. Yeah. Um, remind me a little bit of Mass, Mass Effect, some of the architects. I'll be honest, the whole game kind of does. Yeah, to a certain degree, I suppose it does, doesn't it? Um, so we'll go that. So we're, we're seeing a few few different characters and whatnot that we're going to be in on this. It's yeah, so basically you're meeting the, um, like the fans of Constellation. That's the group you join, isn't it? Yeah, their headquarters is in New Atlantis, and they're like the the last group of explorers. About yeah, supposedly, I'm sure they'll they'll probably <laughs> tend to be a lie knowing Bethesda games. Um, what about them pirates? They're they're exploring technically. Dead now. Uh, ten, well, yeah, they're not now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. the second last group. <laughs> so so we we kind of got that, and then I think it cut to Todd, you know, talking a bit a bit about. While they were doing this stuff, and then I think, then we went to is the, the character creation, which apparently yeah. is the the most in depth uh, creation tool that they've they've created. 
Um, look, look pretty good. There's a lot, lot of things you can change. Hairstyle, um, skin, obviously gender. Um, I do a lot of stuff from that. They've got like 20 backgrounds to your characters yeah. that you could choose from. Yeah, you can choose different backgrounds as well, yeah. And then obviously the, the characters react to you differently depending on what background you pitch. Yeah. So I think like this one was a... Oh, I, can't, I can't remember what, what the uh, the character said to you. Oh, oh you seem to be... Uh, it was it was whatever the, the choice that um, they'd showed off. Yeah, I like yeah. how whichever character you pick gives you three starting skills, and then you kind of expand it from there. Yeah. I mean, I have to say my personal highlights were bouncer, chef, and gangster. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't stop to see them all because I think it was like you can pick one. Was it like one main trait? So like the background that you. Yeah, you're one background and then three and then skills. Three, yeah. Which were like introvert, extrovert. Uh, I'm definitely picking uh, introvert. <laughs> but they, apparently they all have like positives and negatives. Yeah, it's it's very traditional Bethesda kind of character stuff. You know, you pick you know one big trait, you pick smaller ones that either give you you know um, bonuses or negatives depending on what you've chosen. Hmm. Um, I think they showed off a skill tree as well, which looked yeah. pretty impressive. Um, so you unlock new skills by leveling up. Yeah, so you unlock the skill and then you rank the skill up by the usage of it, basically. Yeah, and so the more you used power. it and stuff yeah. and challenge, yeah. So it, it definitely felt very well, very Elder Scrolls. You know, the more you use the bow, the more you you upgrade yeah, it and yeah. stuff, and then the more um, skills and that that you can lock for it. So. And we saw some of the crafting mechanics. Yeah, yep. you can craft weapons, which is... Yeah, so weapon pods and... You can run resource projects as well. Yeah, that seemed cool. Like, you can do research projects from um, from your spaceship and stuff. So, like, I imagine that'll be like, that just goes on while you're doing stuff. And, yeah. And that's so you don't have to worry about that. But this this takes me I liked. Build outposts where we like, and you can do, like, resource collection there as well. You can even hire your characters. So, what, yeah, characters so you, can, you can hire... Runner. Yeah, so you can get, like, a crew that runs your outpost while you're away. Keeps it running. And then you can do that for your ship as well. You can customise crew yeah, for your ship. Yeah, I thought that was mm. really cool. Like, building um, your own spaceship. And then, that yeah, the one. Like, I think th- this was the part I was probably the most impressed by. Because you can, like, customise your ship however you want. Add whatever modules you need to. And then the next bit was probably just as equally impressive. Um, you'd be able to actually fly the ship. So yeah. when you go from between planets, you can fly in space, you can visit what you want, get into whatever dogfights you want. Mm. Uh, that looked cool. Definitely remind me of um, Elite Dangerous, that part of it. So if it's, if it's anything as in death of uh, combat and stuff like that as Elite Dangerous, then brilliant. Look forward to it. Um, I've read one small thing that was a little negative in that the so the the landing on the planet um, and I suppose lift off from it is going to be fairly cutscene. You won't. Yeah, it's not seamless. Yeah, yeah it's not seamless. So well, I don't see that. You won't be able to fly. I suppose it depends on what kind of freedom you want with like that kind of stuff, like being able to land, do your own kind of stuff, or 
be able to, you know, have that transition from like going from planet atmosphere into space and stuff. Because um, they've got that really dangerous, but it's not as in depth once you get onto the planet as what this is going to be. He also mentioned as well that you can you can pretty much pick any point on the planet and you'll fly to it. Yeah, I mean that seems really impressive, like in terms of like the scale. Because there is going to be over a thousand planets on a hundred systems, and being able to yeah, do that—that's a bit of a long. bombshell, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a thousand planets. But that does—that did raise a lot of questions. I would like to see more. Uh... Like, how does that work? I—I I, uh... I think that's what I want to see about when he says you can land anywhere on the planet. I want to—I kind of want to see that in action. I'm like. I'm kind of a bit, mm, do I believe you on that one? Is it going to be like, you say you can land anywhere, but is there going to be like certain you know, like checkpoints where you actually land to? Landing zones, I can Yeah. Um, but we'll, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then, yeah, like towards the end, bombshell, the um, there's going to be a thousand planets in various systems. It's not just going to be the one system. But again, I suppose like some people will see that as a worry as well, because like No Man's Sky claims that. And well, No Man's of... Sky claimed generating an entire universe. And technically, it's done that. It's just there's a lot of emptiness in that universe. Um, yeah. So will it be something similar here as well? You know, how rich will these planets be? Well, I mean. In reality, some planets don't have any life, and they're frozen balls of gas, and that's it. Well, just frozen. Well, that's fine. That's that's fine. There's, I can imagine there's going to be some where it's, it might be just purely resource gathering or or whatnot. Um, it's just a worry of like how, what's the balance going to be? Like how how buried are these planets going to be, and that kind of stuff. Well, I I did. Um read an interview with Todd on IGN following this. And he did answer a few more details about the game in general, as well as this planet thing. Yeah. Um, so, so that Starfield's main quest uh, line is going to be 20, 20% bigger than any previous Bethesda game. So that's going to be around 30 to 40 hours long. That one. Okay. There's four main cities, with New Atlantis being the biggest that Bethesda has ever made. Um, right. Space combat is being inspired by Mech Warrior and FDL. Cool. And you can steal ships that you board. Oh, nice. I quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. We kill pirates, we become pirates. That's how it works. So that's the circle of life right there. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd probably just recycle for resources. Uh, but in regards to the uh, the planets, thing, it stated that there was a large portion of procedural generation, but was quick to alleviate, alleviate fears by following up saying um, they've done more handcrafting than any other game they've ever done. I think it's more of a case of the planets are there if you want to wander and explore, but there's more meaty stuff in the game than ever before, so don't worry about it. He sort of alluded to the fact that you might just just to take a break from the main story, you might go to a random planet, land there, just have a look around for 10 minutes and then leave. Yeah, and that you could you could just do that if you want. You don't have to. It's just there, and you could you mm. could like build an outpost there and just live your life. Maybe you just claim that planet as your your home. You know, it's a, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to though the exploration side of it and just 
yeah. seeing what's out there. I want to find the perfect home. That's why that's the, that's my that's my main quest for the game. Forget forget the actual quest. Just that's like it. Sheffield's just not cutting it anymore. Yeah. We're moving house. Yeah. What, what's your overall thoughts on it? I were really impressed overall, and it were a really nice way to end the showcase. I think good good solid showcase for me from Xbox and Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree. Really looking forward to uh, Starfield. I think as as the meme goes, it's it's probably known as No Man's Skyrim. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised I've not heard that one before. But yeah, yeah, Oh, that was the popular yeah. one that kept on seeing everywhere on, uh, on Twitter. Um, or it's just Fallout in space, I suppose. There's, there's another one. Um, no, no Man's Skyrim is better. No, uh, it looks really good. Um, seems very ambitious. Uh, I've I've heard some other little tidbits of like um, apparently the dialogue is going to go back to first person. Um, and there's going to be no yes. voiceovers. Yes. Yeah, I had that too. Um, which, I mean, I'll 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 forgive them for on this one because I mean, it is, it is their most ambitious um, game to date. Like the amount of stuff they're already adding into it. You know, the resource collection. The like, my only worry is if if we are doing the outposts and stuff, I don't want it to be like Fallout Four where I'm having to I have to keep on going back to them. Stay happy, people. The, the, because there's, you know, super mutants raiding and, and they need your help. <laughs> and I'm busy trying to do the main quest. Stop it. Alien invasions. It's going to be happening. Yeah, yeah, you got alien so you... invasions coming in, you know, creatures swarming the outpost. You need to come yeah. back. But I'm just about to finish the game. Come back uh, to your base and take you know, back giant crabs or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, come back home. I was very. Impressed with the ambition. Um, no doubt there's going to be an infinite amount of bugs when it does release because it's a Bethesda game. I think I'm actually, I'm probably looking more forward to once the modding community gets their hands on it because yeah, that's, that's going to be, be a massive yeah. game for, for modders to do what they want. I can already see them doing stuff like incorporating Mass Effect stuff in and, and Star Wars, like get, get the lightsabers properly in and stuff. I just want a Thomas the Tank Engine planet. That's what it's like. <laughs> I just want a Thomas Tank Engine ship, just flying that around. Yeah. <laughs> just going around, choo choo, like yeah. shooting things with lasers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, the death song. <laughs> or just like whatever Starfield's equivalent of like the starting dragon, just like change that to uh, Macho Man. So, what did you reckon to it, Mark? Overall. Loved it, but I, I'll be honest, I don't, I didn't see too much difference from it from like the Mass Effect series though, even like um, Mass Effect Andromeda, which I know a lot of people slayed, but I don't see actually a massive difference from it. Well, saying that, you don't, you, you can't modify your ship at all. Though, I guess, I guess there's a lot more customization. Yeah, I, I think Mass Effect is it will be more story driven than um, Bethesda, yeah. and you want, you don't. I don't think you get as much freedom to sort of do what you want. No, you, you do have certain landing zones and that kind of so, thing. Yeah. yeah. You do build out build outposts in that, but they're like set places. So, yeah. But no, I'm really looking forward to this. It's mm, give me, give me. What's uh, what's everyone's highlight out of the these two showcases then? Apart from that. Yes, apart from Starfield. Apart from Starfield, I would go to give you uh, Forza. Was was I liked. Not a bad shout. 
and probably American Arcadia. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah, I think I think American Arcadia is probably one for me. Um, I think I have to I have to give it Goat Simulator Three as well, just for its trailer. <laughs> I just uh, that was my favorite trailer of the whole whole uh, week. I think <laughs> just the audacity to skip in the number. Yeah, yeah. just taking the card Dead Island as well. So you, yeah, you know? I, th- I think for me probably a Plague's Tale Requiem, um, Starfield obviously. Um, strangely enough, falls a motorsport as well. That looks great. Mm. Yeah, and um, and also, um, yeah, American Arcadia. That looks really interesting. I'm gonna chuck yeah. in Midnight Fire Express as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give that a show as well. It'll, uh, that'll look good. And turtles. I'm gonna end up saying everything. All the all turtles. the games. All the games. All like, the games, apart from grounded. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, there we have it. That was the Xbox Bethesda Showcase and the Summer Game Fest. But there's and, more to be sp- oh. spoken about. Yes. So part one. So join us. Uh, I don't know when. Next couple of days, we'll give it that. Say that. Just keep an eye out. You know, you'll come. We'll be around. Check the feed. Yeah. So if you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com where we post the whole thing. Also, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter, at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. See ya. Peace out.